0: Last time on oh, Dice Funk,
1: you tell us where the Beetle Wife is, and you'll never
2: see me again. I'm not sure there's any planning we could really do in the, in this universe. Not when there's so many powerful magics out there.
0: Unless we can, you know, eventually think of somewhere to chill out and not get bothered. This is gonna be it for a bit.
2: There's nowhere in this universe we can run
0: i guess there's nothing saying we have to stay here
3: if you're having issues with figuring out who you are i think i know somebody who can help you my brother lloyd he just became the conduit of identities so he can help people kind of discover who they are how we find
1: king like uh you guys found me
4: yeah cuz i love you like we're friends That's whatever but- we don't, don't think about that. Okay,
1: we will put a pin in that.
4: No, we don't need we'll to talk about it later.
1: You did this? I have absolutely no personal stake in you or, or them. I, too, was hired, and I, I'm sure you could figure that out. So what, next episode do you have to save Cicero from Jessica?
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: I mean... I mean, we yeah, know where she's going. She can get her justice.
3: Yeah, Austin, if you want to skip a whole encounter, we could just hard cut to us standing outside and Jessica emerging covered in blood and just be like, can we get the key now? And
2: what is the thing she drops? And what this sickle says on the the blade is one word, Cronus. I want you to watch as I outrun everyone who's after
0: me. And I get somewhere that no one can follow. This is this is a playthrough of life that you are not gonna wanna miss.
4: Oh God, it's like, now you understand, Laura. This is when I was fucking Dora and I was like, okay, I'm going to get a break because I'm not <laughs> with the other players. And then Austin's like, hey, play another character, yeah, which is fun.
0: This, but... this is this is not one of those ones where I get to coast and be like, it's fun. I'll just be a character that's in the background. I'll pop up for like two minutes over here and <laughs> i will be fine. No, you're important.
2: Oh, no. If you want to go on autopilot during Dice Funk, just stay with the party and just like nod your head whenever <laughs> anything happens. It's like, yeah, that sounds cool. That's fine. Works for me. <laughs> yeah, but if you go off on your own, expect to carry much more narrative burdens.
4: Oops. Yeah.
2: All right. So last we left this adventure, uh, Conrad manipulated events such that Jessica sawed Cicero's head off with a sickle. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Sucks to suck.
2: Uh that's basically where we left it. Uh she just walked up into fail safe with her conduit of uh despair, drowning all the guards and so forth in her dark cloud as she just marched up to his office, cut his head clean off, marched back out and threw the sickle into the street where you found it. How
4: how saturated with hot chocolate <laughs> do you think he was?
2: I think he's—he was still damp. <laughs>
4: I'm just like him just sitting in his living room pouring hot chocolate over his head. Jessica kicks down the door.
2: <laughs> he's like, "Yeah, I don't see what the big deal is about this, uh, dr- this beverage nonsense. It doesn't do anything for me." And then the door flies
1: <laughs> off the hinges. Although hot chocolate is a great name for a black exploitation
2: character. <laughs> So the sickle says Cronus on it C R O N U uh, S. Yeah. On the last episode Conrad said time because Chronos C H R O N O S sounds very similar and in fact etymologists aren't exactly sure if those words are related some think they are some think they're not but Chronos does mean time you were correct. This says Cronus. Oh like a cronut.
4: <laughs> uh is it a Titan thing? I'm gonna roll. What does Cordelia know?
2: Yeah, it sounds like rolling religion.
4: Damn it! What do I'm you mean, damn history. it? You have a,
2: a twenty in intelligence. Oh, I
4: have a five in religion too. Somebody in the Discord, they were like, "I think Lauren's secretly the smartest, but just too much of a goblin to articulate it." And I feel like that's—I rolled an eight. I feel
0: like that's Cordelia's <laughs> deal too. I rolled a nineteen on 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 that to help out. Twenty-two.
2: Wow, I'm so glad the party succeeded on this because I don't know what you would do if you found the key and you're like, I don't know what this shit means. <laughs> <laughs> I throw it away. Let's go home. Immediately pitch it into a dumpster. It's but no, uh, we'll Lynette, die. It, <laughs> Lynette and Blake succeed. Uh, so I would say, Blake, uh, last episode, you, you what you actually said out loud was time, and then there's a beat, and then you go, no, wait, no, that's Kronos. Kronos is a different thing. Um, and it's a... I mean,
3: someone said Titan out loud.
4: Hell Yeah. I know things. I mean, things.
3: See, like, the dad of most of the gods? Or a lot of them?
1: Yeah, he's the one who fucked up Uranus
2: real good. <laughs> <That>
0: <laughs> who, who fucked, picking. Who fucked up what now?
2: <laughs> Funnily enough, the story has come up this season already. It was the first conversation in the first scene in the first episode. Oh, we, we were bound to remember that by now. I don't think that happened.
4: Were we talking about people eating their babies?
2: Uh, Cato explained this to Nifix. So, once upon a time, uh, there was a titan named Cronus, and he took a sickle and he castrated his father Uranus, or Uranus, as we made the joke. Which I'm glad I'm glad we got that out of the way yeah. early.
0: No, no wonder no one in the party remembers being told this because Nifix isn't in the party right now. So that's my defense for why I don't remember. <laughs> that that bit of my brain is is somewhere else right now. <laughs>
2: Yeah, you're so committed to Nifix that you've deliberately forgotten that when you're controlling it. Oh yeah, no, I
0: I, I partition Nifix, she's in a different bit of the brain, ask her in a minute.
2: (laughs) Uh, So, Cronus castrated his father, uh, and from the blood of that wound was born three beings, Electo, Megara, and Tisiphone. Also oh, known elect- as. Electo.
3: That was the one that uh, Jamie Foxx played in the second one, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good joke, yeah.
2: Oh, I you. was
4: thinking of the guy Dailed from Spider
2: Man.
5: Hold
4: on. That's
3: gonna, literally I'm, what he just said, Lauren. I'm, I'm, I'm I gonna haven't put on, seen I'm going to put on my Jamie Dwayne Wade jersey and slam dunk that ball into the net. And then I'm saying nothing else the rest of this podcast.
4: Toby Maguire is my Spider Man.
1: Wow, they got Jamie Foxx into a Spider Man movie. That's um,
2: bleak.
4: Did you say Megara?
2: Megara, yeah. You're probably so not pronouncing Megara, it right.
4: Megara, like the Hercules, like from Hercules. Yeah, myth. I know she, she poisoned no. his robes and then he killed. Well, his she, yeah, produce. she was his first
2: yeah. wife. Different yeah. myth, yeah.
4: Okay, well, I knew something.
2: Uh, those three women are also known as the Furies. Yeah. The Fury. Yeah.
4: They do the thing with the, the the strings and the right.
2: Nope, that's the fates.
4: God damn it! (laughs) (laughs) I keep thinking I know things and then I don't.
3: I love it, though. It's very good. (laughs) Oh, Electo. That makes more sense for why I couldn't find it. Um,
2: Oh, yeah, that was the only thing that was keeping you from knowing it.
3: (laughs) I believe they sprang forth from the spilled blood of Uranus when he was castrated by his (laughs) son, Cronut. (laughs)
2: Cronut. I think the symbolism of a son castrating his father should be something to think about for King as you see this uh, weapon.
3: Do I I have to look and see if my penis is still there?
4: (laughs) Maybe just to be safe.
3: Oh my god, he's never
2: had one. Pope took a different body part.
3: (laughs) Well, That's not castrating, really.
2: It's a symbolic dismemberment. And if you'll recall, the first episode- I exist
3: in the world of the literal.
2: If you'll recall, going once again back to the first episode, the first interaction King had with Babel was cutting something off of him. So, I mean, this is symbolism that's been building through the entire campaign.
4: Wow, look at me. I'm Austin. I can write stories. <laughs>
2: violence between fathers and sons has been a motif of the whole thing and actually continues through the Cronus story because the other thing he did of note besides castrating his own father was devouring his children.
4: Oh, I was right.
2: And I shall now put in the image I'm going to be using for Cronus. Uh, his Roman name is Saturn. And you may recognize this painting by Goya, uh, Saturn devouring his son. Well, wow, this really is the vor season, isn't it?
0: <laughs> He's like curbing him I, ha- I have no teeth but i must eat
4: i feel like the butt's way juicier than it needs to be <laughs> <laughs> for the thing that's happening like and- that feels inappropriate <laughs>
1: I like this one better because it looks like like old man God is just eating that kid's titty right off.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, <laughs> his whole titty off.
2: There are multiple paintings called Saturn devouring his son. Uh, Conrad has posted another one.
4: It's like these—they're t- so good at painting. Everything's so detailed, except it looks like he's just sucking his titty with a straw. <laughs> <laughs> he's like. <laughs>
2: But my
3: penis is still there.
2: Yeah, you want to roll for penis?
4: Who, what do you roll? What did we roll for penis last time? Was it a d20? <laughs> um,
2: I forgot we actually literally have rolled for penis before. I, I just I said wanna...
3: that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> 75. Oh, I wanted you. <laughs>
2: You did a D twenty plus sixty nine. Nice.
3: I didn't actually intend to stop there. I just held down up on the button and then eventually clicked roll.
4: I got an eighty one.
2: Lauren beat C- Chris's penis score.
4: <laughs>
3: no, that's that's that's
2: right. That's fair. <laughs> she d- she does have much bigger dick energy than uh, the rest of us. So do I. I feel like most of the time.
4: No, oh, like I'm just <laughs> broken. <laughs>
2: okay that wasn't as funny as i thought it was gonna be
4: (laughs) (laughs) no it's just sad
2: (laughs) it's like lol penis and you're like how my life's hard
4: (laughs) that's yeah that's a good that's like how my life is penis joke things are sad
2: i can tell this episode is going to be one of the kind where we sit back and we're like yeah that really got out of hand huh
5: yep
4: (laughs) i'm still looking (laughs) why is the butt so big
1: I mean, it does sort of imply it was ever in hand,
2: and I'm not. And why
4: convinced. is what is that facial expression? He looks like a guilty dog.
2: Okay, I'm minimizing Saturn devouring his son for the good Please, of the podcast. I'm
0: gonna cover it with the dice roller. He got caught with the sound of the cookie jar, right? <laughs> <The> cookie
2: jar. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it was his roommate's food. And he just snuck a bite from it. He's like <laughs> where he in. keeps
1: the the parts in the cookie jar.
2: <laughs> oh, were you gonna finish? this my son <laughs> <laughs>
5: Please don't talk to me or my son ever... <laughs> <laughs> I don't
4: know why you saw, saw that painting and it was like yes this is the one to show them they're not going to go off with this <laughs>
2: It's very famous. Have you not seen it before?
4: I have, but it's just... Now that I'm looking at it up close and thinking about it, it's very funny. He looks like that fucking guilty dog.
2: <laughs> he got into the trash and ate his son again. <laughs> All right, so, I mean, it's not a secret. That what, what Pope is saying is he's in the astral plane on the body of the Titan Cronus, waiting for his father, so...
3: Yeah, let's do it. Let's go there. That that seems reasonable. We we, go to Cronus.
0: Do do we know how to how whereabouts in the? I don't know how the astroplane works. Like, do we need directions or like?
1: We'll go to the sigil information desk
2: and find out where the portal is. And just
3: we go to Cronus. (laughs) (laughs) Cutscene.
2: I will say, though, if you had failed, then maybe you need to go to the information desk. But you succeeded, so I'll say that you're all well-versed enough in the astral plane to know that when the gods died, the the people who were in charge of their pantheons moved their body to the astral sea nearest their home plane, hmm. uh, which for the titans would be Mount Olympus. So that's where the portal to the so, astral sea you need is.
0: So what you're saying is, because we know this creature well enough, we can locate <laughs> their location. <laughs>
2: I'm going to, if you, it says a thousand feet, Laura.
0: <laughs> I, I didn't say I was using any kind of spell. I simply said, we know how to locate this creature.
2: <laughs> okay. I see. You just did the, the Royal locate creature. <laughs>
0: In the colloquial sense, we are going to locate this creature.
2: Yeah. So the astral sea, I, I've said this like, like every couple of episodes, but just in case we need a reminder, it's the stuff between all the planes. It's the um.
4: Wall Oreo cream filling.
2: It's the bubble wrap between all the planes. So you can get to the astral sea from you can get to the astral plane from any plane, but to end up where the Greek gods and titans are, you need to go to Mount Olympus, which I think in the current edition of dnd is called arvandor or the D- mount olympus is in arvandor they keep moving my stuff around arborea
0: well i mean austin you can put it wherever you want
2: <laughs> that's true i mean i have i've taken liberties you know talk about celestia is heaven eastgard is asgard tartarus is carceri or whatever so yeah so the party's gonna take off do you guys want to talk about this for the record. The, the party has not talked about what happened with Jessica. There's been no time to discuss, like, hey, Blake, what was that all about? Or how come nobody loves King?
4: So after this, maybe we go for, like, I don't know, pizza?
2: All right, but we're
1: going to get one that's half cheese, right? Yeah. Because I'm not going to have this argument again. It's Every single time with the pizza, you got to cover it with dead rats and... <laughs>
4: Mice, they're, they're smaller. And more flavorful. I
1: I, I get that, but I'm really- I'm just a cheese kind of guy. That's- that's all I'm saying.
4: It's a different kind of animal, Blake. You can't just keep doing this.
0: (laughs) Um, Lynette's gonna walk over to King and just be like, Hey, um, how- how- how you- how- how you holding up,
3: buddy? No, I'm okay. Yeah, uh kind of tired, but you know, I've been on them for the past, like, three days straight.
0: Yeah, 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 that's a, that's a whole thing. Um,
3: I wish I'd remembered shoes.
0: I, I, I'm not much <laughs> one for shoes, but I'm glad they're helping you out. I, I like the clicky, clacky uh, sound. They're that my, not!
3: They're back at home next to my door. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah I, I just like the clicky, clacky sound that my feet make on the, on, the, on the floor, my little bird feet, but uh, yeah. you yeah, you, you you ready to see your, your, your kid again? Which one? Well, that's both. I
3: I guess. Yeah, I mean, it's like I could be less ready.
4: I thought there were more than two. How many are there?
0: Uh there's 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 two there's two like pressing ones. There's the one we're rescuing and the one that kidnapped the one we're rescuing. So is this one of those
4: you have to choose your favorite child scenarios that people say does not exist, but it is true.
0: I, I mean, I, I don't know if you agree, King, but I feel like that's still where we're heading. Which is one of your uh, kidnapping, uh, kidnap kid, is not going to let you just go back and get lime without a fight. Are you ready for that as a? possibility
1: yeah you know, i i this is semi-related to what what we're talking about here but boy king solomon's decision would have been a whole lot easier if the baby had been a slod
3: wouldn't it <laughs> then he would have had two kids right problem solved yeah.
0: King Solomon's here like, hey, there's, there's there, I've got a problem. I've got two kids. One of them kidnapped the other and and is hellbent on murder and chopped off my hand. Which of my two children should I murder?
1: So, well, no, we, I guess we just have to
2: cut lime in half and then...
4: No, no. <laughs>
2: I've noticed an uh, extremely disconcerting number of people who think the conduit of primordium is something all sloths have instead of just a thing Babel had
0: potato potato
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay so the furies are just operating under the assumption that all slods grow into multiple slods when cut up which is completely untrue
4: wow i'm really dumb
0: uh, okay i'll put it this
4: so way i definitely Aust- thought that the whole time
0: Austin. i'll put it this way i would rather assume all slod have that ability and fight them accordingly than assume than not assume it's the case and Slash one with slashing damage, and oops, there's now two slards, because I didn't think about which slots can do that.
4: I mean, but if King Solomon's son could do that, he'd be like, oh yeah, God, totally gonna kill this baby. And the next day, surprise, two babies, gotcha!
2: It will be very relevant if you cut Pope in half <laughs> thinking he'll be two people, and then he's just dead, because that's how <laughs> that's gonna turn out. What's the problem?
0: So yeah, King, how prepared are you for having to maybe, maybe- Slice, slice up kidnap a kid, maybe.
3: How many slot King Solomon slot if King Solomon could slot slot? That wasn't as hard as a tongue twister as I thought it was while well, it was in my head. Do it again. How many Please. slot King Solomon slot with yeah, it was Yeah, Yeah, fucking God. Ah, God damn it! God damn it! <laughs> Alright, do you want to
2: cut to Netflix?
0: <laughs> sure, let's, let's do the bit where I have to think about things.
5: Yay.
1: Well, the rest of us are incapable, clearly. <laughs>
4: <laughs> you no, know, he's talking about King Solomon's slot.
2: King Solomon's slot is definitely the episode title. King Slaughterman. Uh, that's no.
0: what I was
2: about to say. Laura, I'm going to need you to retract that. <laughs>
0: King Slaughterman. Oh, she's right. <laughs> she, she's
2: right. <laughs> Why are you booing me? I'm right.
0: Lauren, Lauren. Lauren, thank you for having my back on this show. (laughs) You're welcome. Gotta look out for each other.
2: (laughs) All right. So last we left Nifix, you were live streaming your boasts about uh, doing a speed run on Life and boundary breaking. Uh, We got multiple comments of people posting the video I sent Laura the half A press.
0: I'm so glad that everyone went to the same place. That that yes.
2: For those who don't know, uh, Super Mario 64 speedrunning community is wild. Uh, There are people who try to beat levels with with only pushing the A button one half of a time. And you might be saying, you can't push push a button half of a time, either you're pushing it or not. And let me tell you, you're wrong, but it takes a half an hour to explain why.
0: Oh, yeah, no, I went down (laughs) that rabbit hole. Uh, I... uh... There is such a thing as half a press
2: and it involves alternate dimensions.
0: NIPIX is going to try and work out how to how to quarter press that button if she can.
2: So that's where I want to start this is you explaining all of this to Sharon and you're what, like, "No, see, so yeah, yeah. Yeah, go
0: ahead. So 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 there's this whole there's this whole thing where like if if you're holding the button uh, before you enter the level, then the 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 button's already in a half press state, so you only have to do the unpress. So you don't have to do the whole press unpress sequence to get that. And that there, there is a dimension in which half the press already happened, and that's how a half press works, and that's how we're going to escape.
2: But why why would there be other exact copies of this world just outside the boundaries where we can't see them?
0: I mean, I don't make the rules. This is just how it's done reality is real fucking flimsy and held together with tape and i'm going to assume that our reality and game reality are similar in that regard cuz you've seen life right life the life makes no sense our world our world is is confusing and flimsy and that you you say you say that there are literally other planes of existence that we can't see that are just like outside invisible boundaries so like I reckon this'll work.
2: I guess I, if you think of the planes as levels, it's the metaphor is complicated. Yeah, it's it's funny you should say all that because this world actually has a terrifying symmetry to it. Right, there's a plane for every alignment and a plane between each alignment. If you map it all out, yeah. everything has a place and everything has an opposite. And there's good to oppose evil and law to oppose chaos. There's,
0: there's- Exactly, and there's like there is space that exists between spaces, and all of these different like parallel existences going on around. Like we we live in these layers upon layers of of, be- of stuff.
2: And there's physics, and everything always falls nine point eight meters per second, or whatever. So I mean, th- exactly, there's programming already in the world, but
0: I mean. My my conduit these days is basically. Oops, I hit the I I hit the the command prompt and put some put some code into the programming.
2: My concern is the same physics and rules that govern everything are also trying to keep people in. I've never heard of somebody escaping from this reality, and in fact, I'm not sure there is an edge of reality. Have you ever tried walking to the edge of one of the outer planes? It just goes on forever.
0: I mean, yeah, but also. Have you ever tried to imagine a thing with no edges? It's real fucking hard
2: i guess i all, all I can think is if there's any place where the normal rules might not apply, where maybe you can find some kind of exploit or or glitch or however you wanna however you wanna term it, I can think of only one place like that. Yeah, well, think about it. There's a plane for every alignment. Everything's in its proper place. The souls flow from the inner planes to the outer planes to the designated resting place. But there's one, there's one place that has been taken out of its original location.
0: Oh, ah, uh. Bra- brain, <laughs>
2: <laughs> D- dear. Did you just say brain? <laughs>
0: A little bit. little, little bit. Sorry. There's, um, I, uh, there's, I got a lot going on. A lot going on up in the old noodle right now. Mm-hmm. I'm feeling... Is this the, cha- the, the, the chaotic one that we found in the weird house?
2: That was Limbo. Limbo's right where it's always been. It's, it's just as much a part of the universe as Mechanus or Heaven or Hell. It's it just the picture of the world like a wheel. All the pieces are in place. Limbo is just limbo. It's, but then also the whole thing with King adopting children and the children being slotty and slotty being from limbo and limbo. I mean, what is the definition of like, what is limbo in mythology?
3: One of you went to Catholic school. I know somebody knows this. I mean, that's where the souls of, like, sinners go. People who haven't been absolved of, uh, fucking whatever it was, original sin.
4: Unbaptized babies, right?
2: Unbaptized babies. Ding, ding, ding. It's an entire plane made from the souls of babies.
4: <laughs> that's hardcore. What the fuck?
2: Of any species for King to decide, you're my children. I mean, it's. C- Chris obviously did it, like, unintentionally but it's almost too perfect on the nose
4: you don't think chris did it on purpose
2: i he didn't know they were from limbo
4: oh (laughs) i tried tried to make sound smart chris i'm sorry
3: i'm sorry but it's never gonna work i'm just i'm too (laughs) foolish
2: i like the word foolish it's not as strong as like dumb or idiot it's very good
0: I'm, I'm looking at the planes, and I honestly can't remember which of them we fucked up to not be a plane anymore. Like, the abyss... The abyss is still there.
2: No, I mean, if you had destroyed an entire plane of existence, the, the world would have come unglued.
0: Yeah, that's that's what I thought, which is why I can't remember or work out what I'm supposed to be thinking of right now. This is
3: something we did this season, correct? Like, or, or it's relevant As to something?
4: As if that changes our memory.
3: Well... I'm just trying to make sure I'm not trying to remember something we did three seasons ago to be like, oh, that was what the answer was. No, oh. I mean,
2: this isn't a secret. If you go back to the first conversation in the first episode, Cato says, we're in purgatory. It used to be a plane and then mm-hmm. it, uh, the gods died. And so the, there wasn't a need for a plane for people to judge the souls anymore. So we turned it into the Stock Exchange.
0: Oh, I was never going to remember that. <laughs> I, I thought it was a plane that was the Stock Exchange.
2: <laughs> If there's anywhere in the multiverse that physics will be weird and the rules might not apply, it will be the plane that has been th- thoroughly crushed down into the size of a building and stuck inside of another plane. I imagine it's highly unstable.
0: Theoretically, I have an office there that we could just like enter and start back flipping into the corner of the room and see what happens.
2: Well, we have an even more direct line. We do? Where do you think this river goes?
0: Oh. I mean, I hadn't really thought about where this river was going.
2: <laughs> the 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 rivers of the underworld take souls from the land of the living to purgatory to be judged, and from purgatory to the outer plains.
0: Oh. 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 Oh, heck. So, like, assuming the cops aren't just waiting for us at the end of this river, it's gonna drop us right there.
2: <laughs> Yep, it's gonna take us right where we need to go, in fact.
0: That's pretty fucking cool.
2: Yeah, I mean, Dante Alighieri's Purgatorio ends with him getting to the Garden of Eden at the top of Purgatory and bathing in the River Leth, so...
4: I'm Austin. I have good memory retention. Ooh. My Catholic school taught me all the cool Catholic stories and not the boring shit. He didn't go to Catholic school. He's just a nerd.
1: Oh, I haven't completely destroyed my memory through
2: excessive drug use.
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh,
2: incredible. Um, Cold out. Yeah. So Sharon is going to take you down the river, Leth, uh, toward the endpoint. Which literally will dump you into the Garden of Eden, because that's where this river has always gone. Um, So, this isn't- we didn't plan this. Like, the whole you-boundary-breaking thing has come up basically organically. Um, But that's how it happened.
4: I feel like Nifix would eat an apple from the Garden of Eden for the vine.
0: Oh, no, 100% that is happening.
2: Story time, ate Apple and doomed humanity, not a hoax. <laughs>
0: I guess it'd
4: be TikTok now, because
0: Vine's dead? Oh, no, it'll be, what's that new one that's that's come, that, a bite? What's that? Oh, ah. it's the the Vine people made it. Oh. It's the new Vine, apparently. By
2: the time this episode's released, there'll be a new thing, it'll be fine.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Um, so as, as you're going down this river, uh, the r- forces of the Romani, the mercenaries who are after your head, um, and maybe even more Pope Purple Zombies keep coming after you, so why don't we roll uh, for Nifix to escape? There are actually chase rules, if you don't want to do full-blown combat here.
0: Uh, I don't believe I've done that before, so we'll give it a try. How does that work? What do I do? What do I roll to escape?
4: I'm still looking at this painting. <laughs> I'm sorry, his face is so... Oh, I'm sorry. Did you, Were you going to eat this?
5: <laughs>
4: I googled it so I could look at it more. What's happening? I'm not even that high. <laughs>
2: Um, yeah, so a lot of this has to do with exhaustion and stuff. I think we'll do a simplified version of it. So, uh, Netflix, w- w- there are going to be three waves here. There's going to be, uh, the Romani, the cops, and then the purple zombies come after you. Why don't you give me three different roles to, and explain to me how you use them, uh, to defeat your, uh, your attackers. So this can be abstract. You can just paint me like cool action
3: scenes and we'll roll it out. I don't know what's so fucking super about this Tuesday. It doesn't even have any fucking powers. Black Widow-ass fucking Tuesday.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, so, first wave, um, Nifix is going to attempt to deceive the first wave into going the wrong way and not correctly following- does this river branch at all?
2: Sure. Yeah, explain to me how you do that, and then roll deception. Yeah.
0: So, um, Nifix is going to attempt to use her conduit to create a duplicate of the boat that is going a different direction to try and sort of fool them into, oh, I'll oh no, which, which, which ones, which one are we supposed to be following? One's going down this branch, one's going down that branch, ah, and they follow the wrong one. Hopefully.
2: Oof. Is that a
0: thing I can do?
2: Yeah, I mean, that takes up, like, the whole limit, so there's like a memory limit on the duplication. If you're duplicating, like, socks, you can make, like, hundreds, but boat, I think, is just one extra.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'm not saying I'm making a thousand boats. Um,
2: (laughs) That would be really suspicious as well.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I am making one boat, and it's going a different way, and I'm hoping they follow that boat.
2: Yeah, so roll deception, uh, DC 10, and if you fail, you get exhaustion, is the way the chase mechanics work. Okay. The Nifix Crown affair. <laughs>
0: uh, that's a thirteen. That'll do.
2: Absolutely. So you duplicate the the Hermes using your conduit. It floats down a branch of the river, and um, you don't see this because you get far enough away. But the real Mani attack and sink that ship. Uh, so that's one wave down. Two more to go. How do you defeat uh, the bounty hunters and then uh, the round two of purple slod zombies?
4: Zombies. <laughs>
2: King Slaloman and his Slombies.
0: <laughs> Slaloman. <laughs> um, second wave. Um, I think Nifix is going to try and look for some ob- uh, obscured additional path down the river that we can sneak the boat down and maybe not be be spotted as to where we've headed. Like trying to trying to look for like. Additional paths we might not have seen. So that's a stealth check. Don't have such a good bonus on this, but I'll give it a go.
2: <laughs> You're picking them.
0: <laughs> I know. Well, I was hoping that would be survival, like tracking, like trying to trying oh. to find paths and things. I was I was hoping for that sweet plus nine bonus. Oh, uh, you
2: actually you accidentally used the word sneak and you you trip my trap card.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I I was yeah. That's my bad. Um. Oops, six.
2: All right, so this time the- See,
0: if you'd let me roll survival. (laughs) If you'd let me roll survival.
2: Uh, So maybe that'll be your third one, if you can think of a way to describe that. But you try to use stealth uh, to sneak the boat through, I guess, uh, some kind of less conspicuous path. And it does not throw off the mercenaries who attack the boat. And you can fight them off successfully, but you're going to take one level of exhaustion.
0: Okay. Okay. And that's until I have a rest, Long. isn't it? Uh, it's
2: disadvantage on ability checks. So, for example, stealth.
0: Oh, is that that's that's all the all the skill ones? Oh.
2: Yeah. So it doesn't that's... hamper your ability to fight, but it is going to make this third roll more difficult. But if, maybe if you use your plus nine to survival, uh, that'll make yeah. up for the disadvantage. So, spin me a tale of how you use survival to escape the zombies.
0: Uh, so survival covers stuff like uh, it's mainly tracking things, isn't it?
2: It's it's yeah, it's it's Boy Scout shit.
0: Boy Scout shit. Um, I
2: don't know if you have that in the UK. Is that meaning us?
0: No, no, no. We, we know what Boy Scouts are. We have those
2: Boy um, Scouts, but not trail mix. What, what do they eat
0: when they're on the trail? What do they eat? <laughs>
5: <laughs>
4: I was I was in the scouts
0: and I can't answer that question. I don't know what I ate. <laughs> Not trail mix.
5: What else do you
0: eat on the trail?
2: Jerky, net,
0: potato chips, and stuff. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs>
2: um... All right, so survival.
0: Uh... <laughs> so Nifix. Uh, how, how do I want How do I want to do this? What, one sec. I think I have an idea.
1: Well, while you're figuring that out, let me thank you for Americanizing potato chips for us.
2: I was I was gonna say something, but I didn't want to be that guy. <laughs> I didn't want to be. Well, if I said crisps,
0: you were all gonna go. Uh, oh, oh, what the, what the fuck are, a crisp? Ugh. I know what a crisp is.
2: That is how I sound, to be fair.
0: It is. Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't like the tone. <laughs> what's why's my page not loading? Let me. I-, I want to summon a creature, and I don't know what the beasts are, because the page that tells me what things are beasts won't load. Komodo oh dragon, Komodo oh dragon.
1: Oh, well, maybe you could summon James McAvoy.
2: What? Because he, he didn't play Beast. You're thinking of uh,
3: uh, Frasier. No,
1: that's that's the name of his character in Split and the Sub. Oh, the,
2: yeah, The yeah. Beast. I was thinking yeah. Beast from X-Men. Yeah,
3: Austin, you nerd.
2: <laughs> he was also in that. That works. Shut up. Kelsey Grammer was also a good joke there. Fuck off.
0: Um, okay. Uh, Nithix, Nithix is going to try and summon in a giant ape with the aim of trying to find a tree. The, uh, near the are there trees near the side of this soul river?
4: There are soul trees on the Sol River. I
0: wanted to try and block the I wanted to try and block the river the river with something that I could push over using my big ape.
2: There are yeah, there are the roots of the Yggdrasil dragged down through the river.
0: Perfect. Uh, my big ape's gonna try and block block the river with with big with big bit of root. And I've boy scout I have Boy Scout recognized what is a big bit of root, therefore survival.
2: Not to tell you how to do your job, Laura, but if you're going to dam a river, I'm really going to need you to summon giant beaver.
0: Yeah! Is giant beaver an option? It is now. <laughs> okay, I summon a giant beaver and using my Boy Scout survival skills, uh, get the beaver to gnaw on just the right bit of root to block the block the, the river.
1: The downside is the beaver has the voice of Dave Coulier.
0: Does, did
4: anybody else ever feel like Daggett got a really hard time?
0: <laughs> so, Like, I always felt bad for him. I was like, wow, let this guy have something. So, Austin, did I say survival and Boy Scouts enough that this is a survival role?
2: <laughs> yes, absolutely, role. I just want to say, though, I, in a million years, I could would have bet my life that giant beaver was going to lead to some very specific jokes, but angry beavers was not one of them. <laughs>
0: i love that show or dave coulier i mean come on uh 16 with disadvantage
2: incredible even with disadvantage you crushed it i think you're best of the escape rolls. in fact so giant beaver saves your life
0: yay i mean i do love me some giant beaver
4: There we go.
2: And there it is.
4: <laughs> the only thing I know about <laughs> Dave Coulier is that allegedly, you ought to know by Lannis Morris that is about him.
2: Cut it out. I mean,
3: it's not allegedly. <laughs> it was like allegedly. Is it, It's just straight up about Dave Coulier <laughs> No, allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> All
2: right. So Nifex, the, the giant beaver, blocks the river, and whatever zombies which were trying to, uh, you know, come up out of the water, whatever, are stymied by this dam.
4: Slombies. God damn it.
2: God damn it! You, you know what? In this episode, I feel like the other guy in this picture who isn't Cronus.
5: <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's how that's how podcasting with you makes me feel <laughs> like, like this with guy. Just
4: me or all of us?
2: I mean, mostly you, but I do. good, oh, really? a, 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 I mean, positive silver lining. I do have a juicy butt. <laughs> what? <laughs> Look at his butt. <laughs> Are you telling
3: me I he's thought not-
4: you even- were like, you had one at your house, you see?
3: <laughs> I got juicy button in my fridge, you want some? Yeah! Uh, it's, it's a- yeah it's, I got some juicy butt in the candy dish, just restocked it the other day. <laughs> I'm fully stocked some juicy butt this week, boys. Yeah, I just got some juicy butt-, butt over
2: from Redbox, you want to turn it in, maybe? <laughs> okay, so Nifix, uh, you and Sharon successfully escape your pursuers and are headed towards purgatory. Um you know Sharon busts out the the good champagne and starts pouring you a glass and she says you know I I never been out this far I never had any reason to try to crash my boat into the stock exchange
0: I mean traveling with me at the very least I can promise that you're going to you're going to go some places you've not been before I can promise that much
2: oh ooh that reminds me I should get out the camera you should you should uh pop this out on stream they're going to love that
0: Hey, hey, everyone, everyone, it's me again, NIFIX. Uh just like that time, I tried to speedrun Bob Miguel's Bible Buddies. I'm gonna crash the hell out of this Garden of Eden.
2: <laughs> Noah's Ark for the Super Nintendo. <laughs> Um, is that for the Super Nintendo. Yeah. Someone's got to know. Uh, yeah, Super Noah's Ark was on the Super Nintendo. Those were all Color Dreams
1: was the de- developer. Uh, wisdom Tree was the la- uh, yes, Wisdom yeah. Tree. Oh,
2: Wisdom Tree. Oh my God. Uh, so Nifix, uh, while you're still on stream, you pop the champagne. Uh, you're letting all your your valued stream members know you're about to do something completely unprecedented. The numbers are through the roof, and a shadow descends over you.
4: Oh, is it going to be funny?
0: You post a lot of
2: really dumb images.
0: Oh, Oh. of course it is. It's been too long.
2: Nivex! Oh,
0: you. Hey. (laughs) You.
1: I thought it was going to be Pinhead. Frankly. <laughs> Who coincidentally, Color Dreams had in development a Hellraiser game. No way. Process that for you. Yeah, yeah. That's
4: yeah. <laughs> it's so big again. It's a juicy butt. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Why is this happening?
4: You
5: chose the picture.
2: So Lancelot descends from the skies. Uh Nifix just before you reach your goal. Back to the Furies.
0: Hello,
3: I'm a, I'm a different Yellow.
0: person
2: now. Go what up. <laughs> uh, you have uh, taken a portal out of Gehenna to Mount Olympus, which is a, a very... I mean, here's the funny thing about Mount Olympus. Uh, of all the mythologies, right, they couldn't really prove that they're their beliefs were real like you can't just go check and see if heaven's up in the clouds you can't like go see if like Vishnu's home but in greek mythology mount olympus was real and right there and they just didn't go check
0: well i mean if if they tell you there's gods up there you don't want to fucking piss them off by like you know turning up unannounced what do you what do you
1: i am not going to make a joke about the greek labor and banking <laughs> situation i'm not going to do it I'm
2: not. Somehow, when Venezuela fails, it's socialism's fault. But when Greece fails, capitalism just had had a bad run, huh? Right, yeah. The things I cut out of this podcast. But anyway, I looked up how long it took someone to ascend Mount Olympus. Do you guys want to guess? This is fun. What what year did someone finally get to the top of Mount Olympus?
0: 1994. Never.
2: 1930. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Ninety four would <laughs> be hilarious because someone climbed uh, fucking Everest way before that.
0: Yeah, well, no one said there were gods up there at the top of Everest.
2: Oh, that's true. Conrad, what'd you say? Nineteen thirty. That's that's very close. If anybody hasn't, any, I think that's probably gonna be the best guess off the dome. Four. Nineteen
0: twenty eight. Nineteen twenty nine. Two
2: thousand sixteen. Nineteen thirteen is 19- the answer. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Prices Right. You went over.
4: I oh, I still would totally go on the fucking Prices Right. I would lose so bad. <laughs> I feel like as a poor, they'd be like, "How much does this washing machine cost?" And I'll be like, "A thousand dollars."
0: Everything's a dollar.
4: Everything's a dollar. If you try really hard <laughs> and believe in yourself.
2: I just love the idea of people spending thousands of years thinking like, yeah, I'm sure there's, I'm sure Zeus is up there, but you know, I got like shit to do. I'm not going to go check.
4: <laughs> I got to take care of my sheep.
1: Y'all just giving me the best idea for a Price is Right set in a dollar store. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that has to be a mad I TV sketch. Play that.
4: Please invite me if you host that.
2: Um, So so of all the mythological locations, I guess my point was when I started this thought 20 hours ago, uh, (laughs) was that Mount Olympus is actually real. So I don't even need to describe it. You can just Google it and look at all the beautiful pictures of this mountain, which is, uh, I mean, there's a reason people thought the gods lived up there, which is that it's gorgeous. There's breathtaking vistas and clear skies. typed Mount Olympus
3: and the first Google images of a water park. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
0: huh, <what? laughs> can i just say in the greek's defense that mountain goes higher than the clouds which seems like a dangerous distance to climb with no technology to breathe
2: Good. yeah I- i'm talking a mad game for somebody who absolutely would have died if they tried it back then I
0: mean, <laughs> I yeah would've... no i i want to see you in a toga and sandals climb mount olympus and then you can shit talk the greeks i mean
4: i want to see a- <laughs> you, know, you climb mount olympus now
2: I absolutely wouldn't make it out of the gift shop.
4: Neither would I. I wouldn't even make it to the gift shop. I'd like die out of the
2: plane. Yeah. Like, How did his, his knees ended up on a different peak? How is that even possible? They exploded right off of him.
4: <laughs> Yeet.
2: Uh, so there's a part of the the mountain called uh, the Muses Plateau, which is a, like a long stretch of like gently sloping land. And in the background, there's a, a peak called Zeus's Throne for obvious reasons. And so you're, you're walking through this plateau and you can see in the distance there's a giant rock formation that the god of Mount Olympus used to sit on. And... W- you're crossing this. What are you guys talking about? Do you have any reverence or awe for this, or are you all totally jaded shitheads?
0: I mean, I I don't know what the rest of you lot think about this, but I think it's real shitty that no one ever thought to climb this fucking mountain, huh? Fucking fucking people who didn't bother to climb this mountain shit, huh?
4: Weird, there's flying magic. I'm just flying. It's so easy to climb mountain now. I don't understand.
1: Somebody they somebody really should open up a coffee shop up here though or something because this is
3: just oh I gotta poop on this rock
0: are you pooping (laughs) on the throne
3: (laughs) pooping on something you can't
4: just poop on things in the middle of what
0: gotta poop.
1: I'm I'm pretty sure that's what was meant by Zeus's throne. (laughs)
4: Take that, Zeus. (laughs) It's the world's largest toilet. (laughs) I mean, Zeus is pretty fucking terrible.
2: All right. So after King finishes pooping on Zeus's throne, which is an incredibly on brand way for this fucking season to come to a near close, uh, you journey down to the base of Zeus's throne where the portal is, and you see three figures standing in front of it.
4: Is
0: it the Furies?
2: Well, Lauren, how about you DM, huh? <laughs> how about that? You want to do <laughs> do my Austin,
0: Austin? You get real You get real funny when we don't get guests. Yeah, the you Yeah, you're like, you're how can you figure to. it out? And, so, and then I figure it for out. For like you're once, so Lauren, mad, Lauren. For once paid attention to your shit and you got mad
5: <laughs> yeah no, it's
0: like,
4: why are you like this because you don't reward me when i'm good
2: <laughs> yeah i mean lauren totally got me on that one that's fair <laughs> also it's just funny it's funnier if i'm indignant than if i was like good job so well maybe i want some support yeah, Lauren, I mean, you, you nailed it. <laughs> it's it's Electo, Tisiphone, and Megara, the <laughs> Furies, or rather, they're zombies, uh, because they are purple, and they are each wielding scourges, which are kind of like whip made, it looks like almost like a barbed wire. These are the weapons that the Romans used to just really mess Jesus the fuck up on the way to the cross. All
4: right, I'm uh, just getting this in there for ca- canonical purposes, but Electo has... The had the mask from Spider-Man, the cartoon. I'd
2: never seen that movie.
0: So this, they, these are the people whose jobs we stole, right? Nice.
2: More or less, yeah. You're doing what they used to do, which is go around the universe and fuck people up if they stepped out of line.
4: Are we scabs?
2: <laughs> well, no, they were dead.
4: Okay, I was like, <laughs> what if we stole their jobs? like scabs. <laughs>
2: Uh, But these, if you haven't seen the Furies and like, classical paintings, they look almost like, you know, uh, Judeo-Christian angels. They're, like, winged women. Uh, But they have an almost uh, grotesque anger that warps their faces. And they each have these long scourges. And they look like they're going to try to tear your flesh off with them if you try to get to the portal.
4: But why? (laughs) We got the key. I feel like this is unfair.
3: Um... I would like to do an insight on them uh, and say, I really just need to get to my daughter. (laughs)
2: Uh, I crit. Uh, With crit, you know that this is Dungeons and Dragons, and you have to occasionally (laughs) beat up people who are in your way.
3: God, I hate it. I hate it so much. When do we just play Parcheesi? Oh, I love
2: Parcheesi.
3: I'm just going to swing... A whole bunch at them.
2: It's funny because I cut out so much D&D fluff. I've been reading a lot of more modern modules. And every time you want to move from one location to another, you have to roll on a random encounter table. It's like being in the tall grass in Pokemon.
3: What? Yeah, but that's great. You can meet so many friends that way. That's the only way to meet Ghoul the gelatinous cube.
0: Austin, thank you for saving us because D&D sounds like a real fucking boring game.
4: I just want to make jokes about <laughs> Jupiter eating his uh, eating
3: son. <laughs> uh so 26 crit 26 26 20 and 24 yeah those all hit hot diggity
2: uh
3: 90 damage that is so much
2: at the end of your turn uh they're gonna do a legendary action to attack you three times with their scourges 16 27 27
3: Ha! 16 misses. And I don't know if the others hit. I would have to consult my table. Uh, 17. What? You're only damaged.
2: Shut up. As they they, <laughs> they slash you with their scourges, peeling some of your skin off. Blake, it's your turn.
1: Yeah, alright. Well,
2: in that case, we'll set up a moonbeam. Alright, Blake sets up a moonbeam. Cordelia, it's your turn.
4: Finger of death!
2: You want to cast finger of death on a zombie?
4: Oh, never All mind. Right. That's right. You don't know that they're not dead, Sacred Flame. Thank you, Austin. <laughs> <laughs> Why were you going to do that too? No, it's
0: just I'm, I'm thankful he saved you.
2: Three, they fail.
0: It, it's almost like occasionally Three. he's nice and does help us and that we probably should thank him because he is really nice.
4: <laughs> Fourteen damage. It's not a lot.
2: It's not a lot. Uh, and finally, Lynette.
0: Uh, <clears throat> sacred flame. Give me that. Dex say six.
2: They fail.
0: Pardon? <sighs> They're not very dexterous at all. Fifteen damage. It's no ninety, but it'll do.
2: All right. Uh. So, uh, pay me a picture of you using sacred flame to kill one of them.
0: Um. Lynette is gonna make a sort of swooping fly past, um, and at the closest point is gonna sort of whip the unk to fire sacred flame out of it and just just aim aim for the head, because that seems it's probably got hair on it. It's probably the most flammable place to, to, to get to get the get the fire going. It's like kin- free kindling. Hair, it's free kindling. <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh my god. Alright, as uh, a legendary action at the end of your turn, uh the two uh w- let's just say you kill the the one's hardest pronounced megger <laughs> I guess to siphony and lecto are much easier um
0: that works for me I don't then have to pronounce it in a later turn
2: they are going to descend on you and try to uh bite you they're like me they yeah they're they're gonna bite into you me? like some Popeyes uh so strength contest to fight them off as they f- go oh. fully zombie on you
0: oh I don't like that. <laughs> Could they just not? Uh, 18.
2: All right. Uh, 21 crit. <sighs> so. Yeah, just
0: had to show up my fucking 18, huh? Uh,
2: 31, and you're knocked prone as they bite into you and uh, knock you to the ground, Lynette. And it begins swarming over you.
0: <sighs> no. That Thank sure you. is a big bite you took out of me. <laughs> no.
2: That was a legendary action on their turn. So now it's actually their turn.
4: No And they
2: need to make a constitution saving throw.
4: Yeah.
2: Oh yeah, uh oh. Interesting, because they're they're piled onto uh Lynette, so Lynette's gonna take this too. No Yep, fourteen. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Lynette, but
1: it's only thirteen damage.
2: Okay, that could be better.
0: You say you say only thirteen. I took thirty last turn, so that's oh oh okay.
2: Oh. So Lynette is under uh, Electo and Tisiphone, who are tearing her apart with their teeth. And a moonbeam comes out of there and hits the three of them. Um, and then the zombies go right back to feasting on her flesh. So strength contest to fight them off.
0: Seventeen.
2: Three. Yay! That's I di- I'm doing better yep so you you push them off they do get uh, a chunk on you let's see here uh that is going to be fourteen damage as they but they continue biting into you as you shove them off
0: uh just 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 a heads up everyone I could probably do with some some healing I was on full I was on full and I already real need some healing
4: nobody has any do they
2: nope king
3: it's your turn so uh I Gain twenty hit points.
0: Yeah.
3: Um. Can you gain them to me? <laughs> no. That's why I was like, I mean, I have healing. It works only one way. But uh, and then I'm going to slashy, slashy, slashy these people. Uh, so twenty four, uh, ten, and eighteen. Uh, ten misses. Hot, hot diggity. 21 damage.
2: Uh, yep, so you actually take down a second one by one HP.
3: I kill Electo! I just stab Electo right through the head, and I'm like, YOU'RE NO ELECTRO! And I twist the blade in her brain.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Ray is a masterpiece!
3: <laughs> yeah. Uh,
2: yep, so, wow, really going for the head here, huh? We set one on fire, we stab one, and only Tiffany is left. Blake, it's your turn. How f- How fucked are you, <laughs> Lynette? <laughs>
0: Uh I might as well be. I'm on thirteen HP left.
1: Okay, so um I'm gonna use Vine Whip and grab Lynette's leg and drag her ten feet away from them.
2: <laughs> oh. oh, okay. That went in the opposite direction. I thought you were gonna pull Tacyphone oh. away from her.
0: I thought you were gonna do a spell that like you were like, it's gonna kill me. I was you, mistaken. But... I
2: thought there were still two
1: of them, but there's only one left. Well in that case, yeah, yeah. I'd be dragging the enemy off of her. Yeah, so so I'm going to use Vine Whip to, to take the Last of the Furies away from Lynette by 10 feet. Uh, it's a attack, so... Fucking roll 20... 24. Yeah, that definitely hits.
2: Okay, and it will do 3 piercing damage. Yeah, not much damage, but you give Lynette some breathing space for an AOE, which is interesting because it's now Cordelia's turn.
4: Um, I kind of uh, cone of cold. Cone of
2: cold.
4: <laughs> I really wanted to point blank execution style sacred flame him in the head. Well, that's good too. Uh, you mess with my girlfriend, you get flamed in the face at point blank range.
2: Six. That's a fail.
4: Oh, that's a fail. 21 damage.
2: Uh, nope. You set her on fire, but she still has health.
4: Well, that's fine. Now you're on fire like the dumb bitch
0: you are.
2: Fair enough. <laughs> Lynette, it's your turn.
0: Uh, let's throw another sacred flame out. All right. Get that burn.
2: 16.
0: Uh, ooh. Oh, that's some bad rolls. 10 damage. 10 fire damage.
2: All right, so Lynette and Cordelia both set. Uh, to siphony on fire but she's still going she is just a burning yeah. pyre and she's I'm still gonna... approaching
4: i'm gonna pull a marshmallow out of my pocket
0: and roast it See, this is what happens when more than half of your d6s are bot- uh,
2: uh, uh, ones
4: yeah ones
2: i mean this is what happens when the warlocks who constantly get their spells back keep using cantrips I, I'm, I'm baffled <laughs>
4: <laughs> let us live our sacred flame lives you monsters <laughs>
2: Uh, twenty seven and seventeen uh, on Cordelia. Okay. At the end of Lynette's turn. Yeah. legendary action to attack Cordelia. Uh, 17. and then it's to turn. and she is going to uh, hmm would she try she's a zombie? Would she have the thought to execute Lynette on the ground or would she just keep going after Cordelia? Cordelia, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to be very careful between pulling my punches and role playing the character, you know?
1: Yeah, but it's one of those
2: zombies aren't
3: thinking. They're not, they don't do logic.
4: No matter what, they're going to be mad at you, Austin.
3: Yeah, I mean, Glenn survived underneath a dumpster for like three days. So, I mean, they're, they're stupid. Bad show. 17, 20, and 27. Yeah.
2: All of them? Yeah. All right. Cordelia, so Tessiphony is straight up on fire, you know, 12 feet of flames coming off of this zombie as her her scourge is also engulfed and she's just whipping the shit out of you. Look at those ones! (laughs) Someone screen cap that for the Discord. Look at that. So only 16. No, they don't deserve it.
5: (laughs)
0: Yeah!
2: (laughs) Full full heel turn on our audience.
0: God. (laughs) Only 16 damage on an attack with a plus six.
2: So out of 72 possible damage, only 16, uh, Cordelia, as you are whipped with a flaming scourge. And now it is King's turn.
3: All right. I'm going to make three attacks, 17, a crit, and a nine. Yep. And then I'm making one more because I rarely ever do this, but I don't have fighting spirit to do this turn, nor do I have second wind. So I'm going to use my bonus action to bite. Nyam! 13. Noise 13 misses. Fortunately, yum, because I don't want to get another
2: excuse to poison you. Yum, 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 yum.
3: <laughs> but yeah, it's 17 and crit hit. All right, I guess that's okay. Where the hell are these numbers?
4: <laughs> How do you? <laughs> I don't understand. I legitimately am in awe of your ability to like make so many attacks. How do you do it?
3: 29 damage. I do. Like, you can
2: chart the, everyone's distaste for D and D over the years.
3: <laughs> it's just straight up. It's just a very. This is like the fifth beer tonight. So
4: I like it's, playing. I just don't like math.
3: It's very fun. Austin, thirty damage. Are you dead? Yes. <laughs> it's uh, very fun. Yeah. Pelvic thrust to the air. We
0: beat your. We beat your combat puzzle. Are you done telling us we're bad at D and D?
3: Yeah. So to Stephanie (laughs) is like hovering over Cordelia, trying to kill her. And I want King to come in and he fucking impales her head with his sword. And then he holds his hand. He holds his hand out. And he's like, get up. And they're friends. Now that was the moment. Austin. It all came together.
4: Did you say just Stephanie? Is that what you called? I
3: I saved her from Bethany. (laughs) I don't know her name.
5: Why?
4: Anemone.
3: <laughs> I saved Cordelia. It's like King trying to be nice and be like, get up, like an honorable way.
4: Oh. Nice. I get up. <laughs> I'm just thinking about just still. <laughs> I
3: mean, who is it, really?
0: <laughs> I'm trying to... Th- Work it out. In my- so, is there any way Lynette is allowed to heal herself? Can she have a rest? Let's all take a nap in front of the portal.
2: Yeah, you roll
3: hit dice.
4: Hooray! Hooray!
3: I'm jumping through the portal.
4: No, let us roll hit dice. Gotta save my daughter! <laughs> <laughs> oh, you sound like you're going spelunking. <sighs> Uh, do y'all ever think about how fun of
3: a word spelunking you frequently actually
4: did you just type zap
3: yeah i zapped away i went through the portal <laughs> why'd you type it in the roll do story? i get eaten by zombies
2: so for my knowledge of how the next encounter is going to play out does king run ahead <sighs>
3: <laughs> yeah, I mean that's the portal to my daughter, right? I'm fucking there. I don't need to roll hit dice. <laughs> I've, got like, like, A hun- I die. I've got Let like hundred and thirty die. die life right now, I'm fine. If he dies, he dies. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so Lynette heals up and then
3: goes through the portal.
0: Yeah, same.
1: Yeah, I yeah, I <laughs> I would have waited Blake would have waited for Lynette. <laughs>
0: hey, 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 everyone. Bernie has sixty-nine delegates
2: nice
1: nice <laughs> nice
2: cordelia lynette blake why don't you give me a taste of the 10 minutes 10 minutes it takes for you to heal and talk because king just bamfed into the final boss room while you're healing so
4: i'm sticking by that i roasted marshmallows on just Stephanie's slamming body
2: Oh, that's good yeah
4: so i'm gonna eat those now
0: king king please wait for us <laughs> Like that! Daughter's
3: right there. Let's go. I'm gone. Zap. Why? Why does he want to die? The, no lie. The first D and D character I ever played online. I had him jump through a portal and he was eaten alive by zombies <laughs> <laughs> because the rest of the party said, "No, I'm done. I'm not going through that portal." We
0: we we literally just need like a second for me to not be on the verge.
3: You you te- you technically need twenty minutes, but <laughs> like that's his daughter right there, so he's going for it.
4: He's fine. He's big.
0: He'll be fine.
1: We'll catch up. Well, I hope so, for his sake.
0: Honestly, part of me is tempted to say that I don't know if Lynette would let him just go in alone.
1: How are you going? How's Lynette going to stop him? <laughs> I,
0: I, I mean, I'm, she wasn't going to try and stop him. She, like The thought was, oh shit, do I go in with you and make sure you at least have someone else in no,
4: there? No, because if you move to do that, Cordelia is slapping
0: you. Okay, fine.
3: And she does exactly 13 with every slap. (laughs) (laughs) Only when her mouth is full of marshmallow,
2: though. Marshmallows are so good. Okay, so King jumps through the portal. We'll rejoin him in a second. The party's sitting around the roasting bodies of the Furies. Uh, Cordelia's cooking marshmallows. Um, Lynette goes to follow, and uh, Cordelia gives her a playful slap and tells her to sit back down and finish bandaging up. Um, what, do you say anything else while you're sitting around this, uh, ca- this zombie campfire?
4: Here, Lynette, I put the mice in this marshmallow for you. I, I,
0: I, I hope that you don't take, all take this the wrong way. You, you lot as a group needed, you You really could have done with, like, a divisive leader who, you know, kept, kept you all on one cohesive track of doing things as a group, huh? Who, who would that have been? I, I have no idea who 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 could potentially have been pegged for that role.
2: A very talented person who has a lot of experience doing difficult, let's say, runs, if you will.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to get it done with that, huh? Well, no, I don't know what
4: you're talking about. Sorry, but here's a marshmallow.
2: <laughs> <laughs> All right, King, uh, you plummet down through the portal into uh the astral plane you've been here before it looks like the the night sky uh but f- just absolutely full of stars way more than you see like in the modern day city because of light pollution it's wall to wall stars and you're falling through the the air which has no temperature it's not medium it has no temperature which is not a f- physical possibility but planescape um and you're falling through this and suddenly you hit the astral sea for some reason it doesn't feel as deep as when you w- waded into it in Kato's office. Like you hit the water and you go up to your waist, maybe until you hit something solid beneath you and your momentum is
3: stopped. What have I landed on Uh roll perception? Oh, I have a good thing with that. Um... <laughs> Oh, but I crit. I crit failed. <laughs> <laughs> I crit. Oof.
2: Oof. 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 So that's a botch. And so you look around the astral plane in every direction and it's like you're... Do, do I think restoring the Maxwell's is a good idea again? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you find... You you feel a, an intense sense of being lost. Um, it's like you're you're adrift at sea, but in the sky. And every direction is just endless sky. And it, your heart is f- filled with terror. I mean, I've never personally been lost at sea, but I imagine it's pants shittingly terrifying. And that's kind of what you feel now. You don't see anything in the darkness with you because you botched. And so you're going to start feeling pain before you can respond to that.
3: Okay. Um, Can I spin around in a circle and determine a random direction to swim in? One sec. Let me roll some damage on you. Oh, um, no, don't do that.
2: <laughs> well, he's convinced me, folks.
4: Finally, all the years of trying.
2: Uh, 13 damage as something underneath. I'm going to call it the sea, even though we've discussed it's not actually the sea. But for simplicity's sake, something under the, the water bites you. Under the sea. <laughs> the sea. I heard that, too. Under the sea. Under the sea. <laughs> Is it a giant crab? It's not a giant crab to your knowledge. Okay.
4: Life is much better down where it's wetter. Take it from
2: me. <laughs> uh, so, King, you find you fall into the astral plane and you find yourself already under attack. Okay. That's not good. No, it's not. I'm
4: um, a fight. That doesn't sound like the life is much better when down where it's wetter.
2: <laughs> All right. Make an attack against whatever is under the water with disadvantage. Uh, 20. <laughs> Twenty and a twenty-one, <laughs> incredible. Uh, so you just, you lift up the the flaming great sword with the lime's green fire, and you slam it down into the water, which it doesn't get uh, extinguished because it's not actually water. And there is a spout, there is a torrent of purple uh, blood that shoots out from where you
3: stabbed. Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't hit somebody, did I? I was just
4: imagining that purple ketchup they used to make.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh,
2: So with that, uh, there is a great uh, wave through the water. There's a great disturbance on the surface of the sea, and the water begins moving all around you. And you see something in the darkness ahead of you. It almost feels like, you know, the Super Smash Bros. stage Final Destination. I'm familiar. You're floating, like, in that void, and the thing you've landed on is that is the stage, but it's imagine it's submerged underwater. Oh, and I'm a fox, and
3: I have no items. That's exactly
2: what's happening. Um, and you you slowly realize what's going on, which is that you've landed in the open palm of the Titan Kronos.
4: Oh, no, he's going to eat you! Uh,
2: and this Titan who was so large that he ate his children and then they grew up to adulthood in his stomach and eventually escaped that's the story so he's large enough he can eat people whole um and you're you're standing in his palm and his body is like laying face down in the ocean like a small island ahead of you um his face is like slightly upturned half submerged in the water his eyes fully purple and something's still attacking you under the water
3: do i have any abilities on this character sheep that are not (laughs) attack? i don't believe so so to set the parameters of this
2: combat we don't need to roll initiative because there's only two right now but there are two things to worry about one is the titan cronus whose zombified body is face down in the astral sea and whose arm is outstretched and you're standing in his palm like a platform and the other thing is there's something on his palm under the water with you and it's attacking you so we're under the water you're like up to your waist in the astral sea okay if if the palm wasn't here you would sink into it like deep deep down but you landed in his outstretched palm because Pope was waiting for you
3: okay Uh, I want to uh, take the dodge action for my action and I want to run up the arm of Kronos so that I'm on his shoulder and I'm not in the water.
2: Okay, so you can take the dodge action to minimize your damage. It's going to take several rounds to crawl up the arm onto the body. It's a long journey.
3: Okay, yeah, well, I'm going to do that. That way, he also can't just, like, if Kronos decides to start moving, he can't just, like, grab his, like, close his hand and then I'm snatched.
2: Yeah, uh, so whatever's under the Astral Sea tries to grab you as you, you use the dodge action right away, so I get disadvantage on this attack. Um... Fourteen, that's going to miss, huh? Yeah. Uh, What you see attacking from under the water is a tangled mess of different zombie gods. Um, You see Egyptian gods, Norse gods, Greek gods, uh, obscure ones you're not really sure of. They're all gathered here in this palm waiting for you. Their limbs intertwined, their bodies half-rotted, half-purple uh their you know bones broken and sticking out from under their skin their eyes hanging limply out of their sockets just just crudely assembled to wait for you and you see one of them has blood on its mouth and it is the egyptian god sobek who is a giant alligator
3: oh. <gasps> he's like my favorite smite character no
2: no 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 crocodile who i mean in a way reflects you also a big green lizard man
4: no, make him an alligator. Their noses are chunkier.
2: Alright, Sobek is an alligator Sobek has been an alligator the whole time. Fuck you, Egypt, I guess. Yeah. So King, you're you're trying to uh run up his arm. Why don't you roll athletics to escape the gods here? Okie
3: dokie. Uh twenty uh thirty and a Jesus crit. Jesus Christ.
2: Thirty and a crit! Thirty and a crit. My word. Uh, so more zombies rise up out of this. You see- uh, I kick
3: them down. They go back in the water and I run up the push arm. Him, push them in a hole. Yeah, <laughs> I push them in the biggest hole of all, the ocean.
2: Yeah. <laughs> so I think rather than this being a combat situation, this is just more like an action adventure chase where the gr- gods of the Greek, Norse, and Egyptian pantheon chase- king up the arm of the titan cronus and he's just just hauling ass and just this green light in the darkness is lime sword lights the way
3: exactly i'm gonna like cut onto the arm a couple times so some blood comes out and it gets all slippery so they can't crawl (gasps) any well
4: oh an oil slick
3: yeah and i uh I, I reach into my pocket and I have a bag of caltrips in there and I throw those <laughs> okay. behind me. And uh, then they're, they're chasing after me with roller skates, but I push over a gumball machine and they start slipping on it and then they slide all the way down.
4: How many banana peels? How many banana
3: peel situation is this? Uh, One of them gets really close and then I go, bring, bring. And they're like, and I was like, it's for you. And then I punch them in the face instead of handing them a phone and they tumble all the way down.
2: Uh, So as you're running, you're actually escaping... these gods and so I had more combat planned but with this crit what I'm going to give you is you're outpacing them Um, then we need to do a dexterity contest for reasons I will explain after we roll
4: just tell us now
2: I got an 11 so it's your dexterity against the strength of Cronus oh no would this be a saving throw Uh, 24 beats 11 you didn't answer my question is it a saving throw if it was, I would have told you. Please? So what happens is you're running up, Daddy. You're <laughs> running up this this pale zombified arm. The head is like half submerged uh, out of the water, like looking at you with one purple eye. And suddenly, underneath the skin, there are growing veins of green mm. shooting up the arm like live wires up up to the wrist which starts to bend and the whole arm articulates backward to grab you as you reach the shoulder and you see the chronos now you're closer the body has patches of purple but it's not fully purple like all the zombies you fought the rest of this arc he's just too big to be fully purple. And so the body is having a hard time moving. But suddenly there's this burst of green up the arm. And it articulates backwards and grabs hold of you. And begins slowly taking you towards Cronus's open, slavering mouth.
3: I would like to... Hmm. He has a pretty good strength. <laughs> yeah. Can I... Can I spit on myself and just slide out?
4: Slide into home. <laughs> Use
3: the natural lube of my mouth. <laughs> yeah, make a lube roll.
4: How uh, slobbery okay. is Cronus? Lube?
3: lube, wait, did you say lube roll? Yeah, lube. Okay. That's sleight of hand, Uh, I believe. 114. Oh, I have to uh, sleight of hand. All right, hold on. That's a a different number then. Why'd you add 109? (laughs) I just held down up on it. I got a 10. Yeah, that is not enough to slide
2: out of the grip of the Titan Cronus, who slowly, slowly, slowly lifts you up towards its mouth, which it pulls out of the astral sea with great effort and Plunges you into
3: his jaws. I want to use my sword and I want to catch him in his teeth. Ooh. All right. Yeah. Strength contest. I'm breaking this dude's teeth and wedging my sword in there.
4: Break his teeth.
3: 29. I I mean, I'm just going to roll a d20 at that point. 19. So it doesn't matter. Yeah. You try to jam your sword in the teeth and you get you cut apart
2: like the gums of this zombie. They're not particularly robust and strips of his mouth come off against your sword as you are swallowed by the darkness
3: okay so i've done this season then i'm out nifix i can go home
0: oh shit yeah
3: nifix
2: the holophant lancelot has finally found you
0: yeah he didn't sound as like pissed off as i imagined he would
2: Nifix, I've been looking everywhere for you, but you weren't really lost because you had her with you the whole time, and she knew where she was going, and I only really caught up to you at the end because of your livestream.
0: Hey, hey. What's up?
2: That's all you have to say to me?
0: I mean, I don't know what you want me to say right now, honestly.
2: There's so much. How about, sorry? Or, uh, help me, I've gone insane? (laughs)
0: <laughs> I, look, I don't know what to tell you I'm I'm real I'm real deep in now And I'm working on an exit strategy Don't worry You're not going to have to worry about me soon I'm going to be gone going to be out of the picture you Stop worrying about me soon <laughs> The face of
4: Cronus in this painting
2: <laughs> Oh my god again
4: <laughs> No I just realized what it's been reminding me of the whole time What? <laughs> That portrait of Jesus that the old lady tried to make. <laughs> <laughs> that's the face he's making.
2: Lancelot says, I'm glad I don't have to worry about Unifix, but frankly, I have bigger concerns. Like, the, <laughs> the believers are killing all of the people in the Aethar and the Doomguard and it's a massacre. We're gonna lose the war.
0: Uh-huh. You're gonna lose the, the war that I was gonna... I was asking questions about maybe joining your side on and then we got into a whole big fight, huh?
2: Oh my god, are you still mad?
0: Look, look. This war was gonna happen regardless. You... you, All of you factions have been a powder keg for a while. And it turns out without... without you know, a lady of pain keeping you all in check. You just all couldn't wait to have your big war, and now one of your factions is winning and one's losing. You're having your big war that you were, you're all gearing up for this. You've all been waiting to have your big fight and find out whose who's ideology gets to be the winning one.
2: Well, the bad guys are winning, Nefix. The
0: ones that you don't like are winning.
2: Yeah, the bad guys.
0: And the one and and I'm sure they would say that the good guys are winning. I'm sure that's what they would say.
2: They can't say that. I'm the hero.
0: You you just get to decide that, do you?
2: Here I am. I'm being the hero.
0: Oh my god. I mean, uh, I don't think you get to be the hero if you cannot answer a single real fucking simple question about your ideology. If your ideology doesn't hold up to that level of scrutiny, I don't think you get to be the hero.
2: Okay, ask me anything. AMA.
0: I mean, it's a for that now. At this point, I really don't give two shits what's going on with your whole deal.
2: Debate me, Nifix. Debate first- me.
0: Hey, hey. Hey, Ugh. for the first time, I have my own shit going on rather than trying to chase after everyone else, hoping that they'll approve of me for, do- for helping them do their thing that they want me to do. So, no, I'm I'm done. I'm 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 gonna go do my thing. I have my own plan. I have my own faction that doesn't have to deal with any of any of your warring nonsense.
4: <laughs> How Nifix got her groove back? A little bit.
2: Lancelot says, "Yeah, I saw you have your own thing. You were on the news doing crime.
4: Oh my god, I hate him more.
0: Yeah, yeah, and you are doing a war. We're all doing, we're all doing shit right now.
2: I'm gonna win the war, Nifix. That's why I'm here.
0: You, you you're gonna win the war that you literally just came up to me and told me you're losing. <laughs> we're losing
2: now, but we're not gonna lose because you're gonna give me the Gallerhorn."
0: And why <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: and why why would I do that
2: because it's the right thing to do <laughs> I
0: yeah's let, let me get this right let me get let me get this right Lancelot y- you who I have not gotten on with in quite some time, I'm just gonna give you the horn and like let you undo. My whole thing, the thing that I chose to do, that I think will hopefully make things better, where I made my moral judgment about what might make the world better, like much like you and every other faction's doing, you know, I'm just just gonna go, yeah, you know what, I'm gonna hand over the horn and let you undo all of my hard work and and then all of everything I've done, everything I've thrown away will be for nothing. That sounds great. I love the idea of throwing away my whole life and then not even seeing it through to the end. That sounds great, Lancelot. Thank you for helping me see the light. (laughs)
2: You have to. I'm the hero. You held onto the horn for me, and now I'm here. And I'm going to take it, and I'm going to lead the nithogs, and then we're going to go back to Sigil, and we're going to save it from the believers.
0: Lancelot, no matter what happens at this point, my life on this plane is over. I have nothing to return to. The only bit of joy I have left facing me is my road trip to make it impossible to, to change what I've done. I'm going I'm going through with it. For the first time I'm making a decision for myself and I'm I'm happy about it. I made a choice. I made a moral judgment. I'm going to try and make things better and I'm going to make sure no one can just turn around and undo it. So no. You don't get to be the hero this time. I you don't get to stop me from doing what I want to do. You had your chance to have a a conversation about about your team and i asked one question and got kicked out no can't be doing it so no i'm, I'm making my own team no one can kick me out of this one cuz this one's mine
2: so you're going to be a bad guy now
0: i'm going to be one of the people who is on a team that's not yours that disagrees with your way of doing
2: things you're going to give me the horn, Nifix, one way or another.
0: Like, you want to take the horn, come get it. But good
2: luck with that. Lancelot casts Trumpet of Blasting.
0: Aww. Is that an actual attack? What? <laughs> that's, that's... Constitution
2: saving throw as his trunk explodes with magic.
4: Who else wants to try and make an elephant noise? <laughs>
0: Oh, that's a, that's a, that's a three. That's a, that's not a good roll. Oh, uh, actually. Okay, it's a seven. It's not much better than I thought it was.
2: All right. So Nifix fails. Yeah. And, uh, Lancelot, who is in his, uh, big Ganesh form. So he's, he's bigger than a human. So his, his trunk is truly massive compared to near gnome body. Hits you with. Uh, thirteen thunder damage, and you immediately uh, are deafened by the the force of the magic coming out of his trunk. Like big trunk energy. <laughs> you have the tinnitus, t- tinnitus, basically. And you see Sharon next to you, and she's saying something, but you can't hear her.
0: Um, as a free action, uh, Nifix is going to attempt to is going to attempt to bloodbend. Lancelot.
2: Yeah, so as your bonus action. Yeah. 21, he succeeds.
0: Okay, well, with that out of the way... um, Time to cast that arcane sword, I guess.
2: Alright, so the scythe jumps out of Sharon's hand and begins f- f- knifing through the air, like literally spinning like a, like a pinwheel as it flies towards Lancelot. I'm going to roll damage for that. Both the action... Or you used your bonus action. So uh 25 damn uh the scythe just slashes into him and he like wheels backwards uh sharon also looks surprised because she was you don't know this because you're deafened but she was saying are you sure you want to fight this guy and the answer is yes apparently
0: um yeah if if nifix could hear that her answer probably would have been yeah this guy's been a real fucking dick for a while
2: uh, so Sharon doesn't uh, attack right away because she has to go run across to the other end of the boat and pick up her mask, which gives her her lady of pain powers. Mm-hmm. So she's not going to join the fight right away. Uh, but you arcane uh, scythe Lancelot deep. And he is going to uh, actually. So he, he gets cut with the scythe. And then he like backs up, like shocked, almost like Nefix, I can't believe you cut me. And, but you can't hear him. You're just. And so it's, it's, it's nothing to you. And then he dive bombs you in his Ganesh form, but then midair transforms into a woolly mammoth form, even bigger, like semi-truck. And so when he hits the ground, there is a huge splintering of wood as he puts a hole in the top of the Hermes. Uh, Dexterity saving throw. Uh,
0: 14?
2: Uh, that fails. You take 18 damage as a piece of wood stabs into you, and you are thrown backwards.
0: Uh, my turn?
2: Yep, it's your turn. Sharon's still getting her mask.
0: Uh time for me to noclip and continue arcane swording.
2: Uh so as a bonus action, damn, twenty-eight damage. You stab him again with the scythe. So you can't be hit because you're clip. so it's basically Lancelot versus the scythe at this point.
4: <laughs> oh no.
2: Um, so Lancelot is going to try to run from the scythe he has a flying speed much higher than the scythe can move I think the scythe is 30 and he has 75 so he, tu- yeah. he turns back into the Ganesh form and takes to the air and starts uh, running from it I think he's actually going to try to y- y- fly by Sharon and like dodge out of the way so it hits her
0: so, so what you're saying is I really need to hold this person
2: in place
5: <laughs>
0: okay I wish to attempt to bloodbend him again
2: so you're gonna use your action to un you're gonna use your action to yes clip and then try to hold person?
0: Uh yeah. Yeah, sure.
2: Uh nine, he fails. So the uh, Lancelot's running from the scythe, running from the scythe. He he it can't catch up to him, he's too fast. Um, but you pop into uh vulnerability and you hold out the guitar and you Blood bent him, so he freezes midair, and the scythe slams into his back, cutting him deep. Let me roll damage for that.
0: Yep, yeah, let's roll that damage.
2: Uh, 16, but now you are vulnerable.
0: Yeah, yeah, okay. Well, at least I got him again.
2: So uh, Cher- it's Sharon's turn. She picks up the mask and puts it on, and that's her action. She's ready to join. It is now uh, Lancelot's turn, and he's going to use Trumpet of Sparkles.
0: He has so many trumpets. Oh my god. How 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 did this get so many cute moves and can I play one in a future season?
4: It <laughs> <laughs> sounds so good.
2: Nifix uh, constitution saving throw. Uh
0: constitution, right.
4: It sounds like a fun time, not a bad time.
0: I mean, I
2: would love a trumpet of sparkles.
4: Yeah, it's like a
0: That's that's not going to do it. Oh no.
2: Nope, uh Nifix fails. What's your alignment?
0: I think we went chaotic neutral, didn't we?
2: Uh, at least, yeah. You started the you started the campaign chaotic good. It went chaotic neutral. I'm asking you if you've ever slipped into evil because this would have extra effects if you have.
0: I I don't necessarily think that her outlook has turned evil. I think that
2: she has done evil things, but
0: she she has done she has done bad things. But I think that ultimately she's still she still wants a world in which she could stop killing and wouldn't have to kill anyone else. Like she she doesn't like that that is that those are things that she has done i think she did
2: you hear that audience <laughs> <laughs> uh 19 damage from the trumpet of sparkles she's not a gleeful murderer <laughs> uh nifix is your turn is the you hit by a blast of magic sparkles basically lancelot fires confetti out of his trunk at you
0: okay uh is he in range to uh to hit with the with the with the blade again
2: Oh yeah, this is going to keep going on. This spell is pretty strong.
0: Well, that's what I I meant, was like, was the fact that I held him in place previously enough that I can keep hitting him with the sword for now?
2: Yeah, for now. So, 13 damage.
0: Uh, yep, and I no-clip myself back again.
2: All right, so now it's Sharon's turn. Sharon summons a blade barrier, a giant wall of blades, which you can use strategically in your fights. Um lancelot is going to once again fly towards the ship and turn into his mastodon form as he falls out of the air he's trying to sink the ship oh
4: man sharon's fucking house slash ship is just getting (laughs) wrecked also does
0: does he know that i'm no clip does he know he can't touch me (laughs)
2: Yeah, I think the news of you stealing the Galarhorn by becoming invulnerable hit the news, so okay. he's aware. So, yeah, so actually he, he straight up stops trying to fight Unifix. He turns into a Macedon and rams the side of the, the Hermes with his tusks at the waterline to try to sink the ship.
0: Okay, okay, he's trying to sink that ship, right.
2: Uh, 21, that's okay, so he's hit the ship twice now. It's uh your turn, Nifix. what do you do?
0: Okay, um gonna gonna yes clip and hit them one more time with the uh with with the, with the with the big blade
2: 12 damage from the arcane sword and it is uh sharon's turn sharon's going to create a uh, cloud of daggers on lancelot uh and then lancelot is going to slam into the ship again
4: slams a lot now <laughs> I'm sorry. That's nothing. I'm sorry,
2: Lauren. Was that Slamsalot?
4: <laughs> I realized as I was saying it. Uh-huh. How, speaking of bussy.
2: That's my rap name, Sir lot.
4: <laughs> They're gonna talk about your bussy in the credits.
2: Uh, Lancelot puts a third hole in the ship in his mammoth form, and it begins to sink. It does not immediately crumble. I didn't roll high enough for that, but it's sinking. Um, and Sharon uh, is extremely upset by this.
0: Okay. Nifix is gonna cast Disintegrate.
2: He's very big. His dex is actually pretty bad. Up four, he fails, but I'm going to use a Legendary Resistance to choose to succeed.
0: Uh, half half of 84 damage. That's still gonna be 42 damage.
2: Yeah, that's pretty good. I think you hit, you hold your Guitar Hero controller aloft, fire a ray of disintegration, it hits him in the wing and puts a hole in it, and he begins uh, plummeting towards uh, you, towards the sinking ship. And actually, strength contest, as uh, Lancelot hit, slams into you. This is now just like a fist fight as he turns back into his Ganesh form. It
4: sounded like he said ganache for a second. Uh, eight.
2: Oh, he botched! Oh,
4: oh!
2: Okay, here's what happens. Uh, you you disintegrate his wing. He falls out of the air. He l- tries to land on you, but the uh where he lands on the the roof of the Hermes buckles, and you you sink. You you crash into the dance floor right inside the boat. So you're no longer. Um, on the roof and you land on the dance floor, which is flooding uh, from the river, from the river leth. And you're, so you're on a flooding dance floor, but he botched. So he like slams into the ground too hard at a weird angle and snaps his leg. And here's what happens. Nifix, you're, you're like tangled up with him. He's much bigger than you, but you have a, a weapon which can control his blood. Yeah. So if you do not want him to stand up as this dance floor floods, that's a. You can decide that. Whoa. It's up to you if he stands up.
4: Whoa. Mm. That's intense.
0: I I think I think that that Nifix is gonna lock him in place, and just say, "Look, I'm sorry, but I can't." Let you stop me.
2: Nefix. Nefix. I. I. I... Come on. I
0: I just wanted to be your friend.
2: Nefix. I EV trained the Beedrills. Oh,
0: (gasps) fuck. Oh, no. Oh, he got What does that mean? He back in the first fucking downtime scene, I tried to teach him how to play Pokemon and he wasn't very good at it and he 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 went and learned to to do a really specific end game thing that you do in Pokemon to make your your not you're not very viable Pokemon make them more competitively viable. He did the thing. He did. He 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 did a he did a thing from our downtime where we were trying to make friends. How
4: dare you make the cute, sad voice,
0: Austin? Oh, see, n- no, mm. Laura, the player, you <laughs> have broken my fucking heart.
4: It's very rude. I'm so upset. You. you t- you've got me, you've
0: got me crying
4: Fuck you, Austin
0: <laughs> fuck, it. Fuck, fuck, fuck you and your, your well-trained beedrills <laughs> <laughs> I did not think fucking EV-trained drills would be what got me this season, but fuck it
2: <laughs> I think those are Lancelot's last words
0: Come on That's, You're so
4: mean
2: <laughs> Alright, see you next week <laughs>
4: make laura cry and dip <laughs> who do you think you are i'm gonna kick your ass <laughs> Again, do it. Thank you. Okay, I'm putting you back down. Though.
2: Okay, so none of this is probably usable for the credits, so we should talk about the executive producers for Please March 2020.
4: Leave the cat noises in
2: if they show up on your recording.
4: Fine. Okay, hold on. I'm pulling up the list. Executive producers, <laughs> March 2020.
2: Joseph Tombrello, Exstellaris
4: jade
2: brent still every episode of dice funk goatly
4: devin conduit of evolution
2: john madera conduit of caramel lattes
4: rob dakin ah <laughs> fighter of rob knightkin ah
2: paul mullen
4: inspired by all these phd patrons i'm getting a degree in what the heck
2: you already have a degree in what the heck
4: yeah Rip chip, human fighter and pal of harking Caleb, eaten by an ant keg.
2: Christ, man, smiting all the fake Christians. Uh oh.
4: What's an ant keg?
2: It's a big D and D insect. We had this exact conversation last month. <laughs> oh,
4: my brain is broken. Christ, man. No, you said that one. I got, dis- I got distracted by the ant keg. You
2: literally did have a traumatic brain injury this week.
4: Oh, I did. That's right. <laughs> That's going to be an
2: excuse for like two and a half years now.
4: Thank God. i got some excuse.
2: Toshiro Kuru's new self, 40 pounds lighter, and finally in control, in control of the accounts. I'm not sure what he you lost control of your accounts. That's bad, but th- congrats on the health.
4: Being uh, in control of the accounts is very good for my mental health, so I bet it's very helpful for you.
2: I want fewer accounts, frankly.
4: Well, I want fewer of them, but if I'm not in charge of them, I don't know what's going on, and then I'm 100% anxious all the time.
2: That's bad. Andrew.
4: Andrew Grothin.
2: Oh, my gosh. <sighs> <sighs> That's my horny noise.
4: <laughs> no, it's. What?
2: <laughs> the cat made a horny noise. So I can't make a horny noise.
4: You're always complaining about how they won't leave your bussy alone. And here we are. <laughs> 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 Buck. Pucker the cavernous cowboy.
2: <laughs> Doctor Goatman.
4: Faith underscore and underscore valor. It's
2: Francois V.
4: He
0: Master.
2: Oh man, I shouldn't have wasted so much time with the horny noise. <laughs> I got stuck at this one. Hold up, what's your starter Pokemon? Dildo, vibrator, or butt plug?
4: I'll choose vibrator.
2: Snorlax.
4: That's not one of the options.
2: Snorlax.
4: JK.
2: Jamie, conduit of dumb gay bitch.
4: Same. John what?
2: Nephis Dissidia, a sheep with crushingly low self-esteem. Oh no. If you're a sheep, you're soft. Just be yeah. proud of it.
4: Possum Kingdom, refugee.
2: Random, conduit of would you like a hug?
4: Sternad. <laughs> <laughs>
2: you read ahead. Vin- I read ahead. Vinny, currently dreaming of Austin's bussy cakes. I don't even really know what that means. <laughs> Your
0: cheeks.
4: <laughs> it's the cheeks, Austin. I hate it. <laughs> Your cheeks.
2: No. Uh, Z
4: two three six
2: one nine. Kevin Dobbins.
4: Kiss a gambling pig. He's Irish.
2: Charlie Chalkley is DMing his first sesh on Saturday. Oh God, Austin, help! Here's the here's here's the secret. They can't stop you. <laughs>
4: Pumpkin Spice itself.
2: Robert Tuttle.
4: Anthony, patronadora.
2: Aquatic squirrel.
4: I'm here for it. Is he wearing, like, little scuba gear? It's like that parrot with the goggles.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I love to reference pictures I saw on the internet.
4: They'll know. They understand.
2: Okay, Morgan Rats.
4: I say that every time. (laughs) Haley Anderson.
2: Pinko Sock.
4: Back in the summer of 69. That's good.
2: <laughs> oh my it's a god. Six
4: and then a D and then a nine.
2: Yeah, it sure is. I But the next one's very French. Can you do it? Are you Frenchier than me?
4: Exactly. I, don't
2: know.
4: <laughs> I tried.
2: Tis I, Zedster.
4: 64 pound mac and cheese homunculus
2: it's almost 64 pounds it's 64 ounces come on come on
4: at blackstone mask i'm gonna make him wear me on his face (laughs) what is
2: happening (laughs) a a horny illithid coming for austin's (laughs) pussy This is gonna be the worst credits of all time.
4: A montage of Gothnific staring out into the rain.
2: A non horny gift for Austin, and a very horny one for the Goblin.
4: A question we all need an answer to Is Anne smarter than King?
2: No, Anne is intelligence of three? King is like in seven or something.
4: A werewolf with a Chinese menu in his hand.
2: Triple A. Isaac, conduit of Linux, mascot Tux the Penguin.
4: I like how you stopped me before I could make my werewolf joke. Did I? I was about to say, if you killed the original Chinese I <laughs>
2: <laughs> How could I have possibly known that was coming?
4: <laughs> because I do it all the time.
2: I don't think you do.
4: I'm always making the werewolf thing. I guess. And you're like, you get so mad about it.
2: I'm not. Do people actually think I'm mad and not like ex- uh, doing comedic exasperation? i don't know okay i have i've i've never been mad on mike aaron Norgard. abigail grace
4: adrian why
2: aftershock too busy planning an art expo to update patreon name
4: but hold on but you updated the
2: yeah but when they weren't busy and now they are it's a future
4: ah agent hedgepiggle
2: aggressively weeping and eating ramen
4: the austin yarsky story
2: Am I aggressively weeping or is it gentle?
4: What are you doing down there?
2: (laughs) They're doing cat stuff.
4: Okay. Eloris. Ooh, boy. Eloros.
2: (laughs) Excuse?
4: (laughs) I'm doing a toast.
2: Okay. Aki Zavalainen.
4: Alex Vepra.
2: An otter air saxophoning careless whisper with your phone?
4: Da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. called that song Slaps.
2: <laughs> okay.
4: You sent me that video.
2: Wait, Did I sent you? you a video of an otter air saxophone in Careless Whisper?
4: Uh, maybe I sent it to you. It was the otter. He had the phone in his mouth and it looked like he was doing the saxophone. And in the background, it was playing Careless whips Whisper.
2: You send me dozens of animal videos every day. It's hard to keep track.
4: I remember, like, everyone.
2: You have the eidetic memory, but only for animal videos. (laughs) Meanwhile, I'm like, alright, so remember that thing that happened last episode? You're like, no, I might as well not have existed until 25 seconds ago.
4: (laughs) But if you need to know my top five seal video.
2: (laughs) Andrew Birmingham.
4: (laughs) We're still in the A's.
2: We're in hell.
4: Andrew Fetchy. Kondo is speaking. Is it Fetchy? I know they've told us. Oh,
2: fuck. What's the point of anything?
4: Fetchy. Conduit of speaking, because it's like veggies. Andrew Veggie, conduit speaking truth to power itself. Anna. Anna, conduit of procrastination.
2: Did Anna respond when you said her name?
4: Banana. No, she's cleaning her butt. (laughs) (laughs) Anon. Antonio, conduit of snacks.
2: Arachnaval making dark deals with the spiders of mortality. They're coming for you.
4: Ariadne. Ariadne? Ariadne. Oh, God. You know when you say something too many times and you don't know what it should sound like?
2: Uh huh.
4: Yeah, it's that. But asking if this island has got any daiquiris.
2: Arjun de Koning.
4: Ash, the gayest bitch in the Midwest.
2: Austin, I can't believe you had to Google Beasterizer. I just wanted to make sure. I even said before I Googled it, is not the name of Bloody Roar. I was right. I was just checking. You gotta.
4: I still don't remember. Was that last credits?
2: Uh, it was a while ago. Measure twice, cut once.
4: Austin, you're a great storyteller! Isaac, conduit of gavel, gavel, gavel.
2: Bedodroid?
4: droid. Beast667. Becky Chuthill, property of Janiac.
2: BJ, if Lime dies, we all die. <laughs> Normally.
4: <laughs> B-Ray Echo, yeah. I-
2: sorry that really got me it's just a matter of fact i guess i'll die before we continue i gotta poop back in five (laughs) was this written by king
4: (laughs) big time yeti lee conduit a big time bass roast
2: bass bass Bass? i
4: was was thinking about leroy brown the baddest fish in the whole damn town i okay (laughs) Okay. Blue six. He's a fish and he's a bass.
2: Blue six.
4: Bass riffs. Bonus.
2: Brady, God of Murder, survivor of lauren's massacre.
4: Why would you? Why would you want to survive that? It's terrible. Brett.
2: Bro Jimbo.
4: (sighs) You didn't say that with the right excitement.
2: Oh, I'm sorry. You want to show us how it's done? Bro Jimbo. Is that how? Okay. If you say so. Bro Jimbo. Buy your a...
4: girl some flowers?
2: <laughs> Lauren, you wanna.
4: <laughs> Callum,
2: Monsieur Garbage Turner. Come
4: on, Monsieur. That's <laughs> <Monsieur. laughs> nothing I do good enough for you.
2: <laughs> no, I
4: just, you, I just woke up and I have a caffeinated beverage and I'm an idiot.
2: <laughs> Come on, Abbas. Cameron Abbas. On,
4: hold on i just spit my drink everywhere
2: good candace listen to dice funk starling
4: yeah you keep going i'm just gonna clean this up
2: yeah pick up the cat and use it to mop up your mess <laughs> Caradwen, chief beef thief i can probably say that at a different cadence chief beef thief that's hard <laughs> chloe the dog is number one baking helper oh good dogs covered in flour they're just wagging their tail they don't even know about messes they love do think
4: it about, do you ever think about bailey
2: elizabeth warren's dog that stole the burrito
4: he stole (laughs) so much burrito
2: (laughs) at the time of recording this is very viral when you're hearing this probably not so much but
4: okay so i made a mess and i don't remember where we at
2: chris conduit of bad decisions walling
4: chris from ohio
2: christopher charlau
4: Coho Blast.
2: Do you ever think about how Chris, our Chris, seems like he's from Ohio? I know he's from Pennsylvania. He just has a big Ohio energy.
4: You can't say that why ohio and pennsylvania don't like each other from what i know
2: oh wow a thing that matters <laughs>
4: uh, it's a football thing i guess
2: i love it when things matter <laughs>
5: <laughs> oh
4: my god cool christmas Conduit not paying child support hey
2: that's a classic jim sterling joke
4: okay i was, I was like hey pay your child support
2: <laughs> corum professor of the ashen wolves house house beneath garrick mock yeah, that DLC was pretty good. I beat it in, like, three hours. No big deal.
5: Counterfeit.
2: C.R. S- Saldana, Prophet of RNGesus.
4: Jesus. Cthulhu, Conduit <clears throat> of Tentacle Mindfucking.
2: Well, that went from cute to extremely hardcore. Hey, Q. <laughs> yeah. Cumber. Oh, Dan B. Cumber. We're only in the Ds. We're doing this for like 25 minutes.
4: <laughs> you got to do it one time. Do what? Diane B. Just say Cumber for like 10 minutes.
2: Oh yeah, when the Cumber madness took me.
4: <laughs> yeah. Cumber.
2: Cumber. Cumber. We're never going to do this dandy snuff.
4: <laughs> Daniel Marsden, Conduit of Unnecessary con. Unnecessary, constant.
2: They're <laughs> <laughs> just fucking roasting the typo. Da-
4: no, I just thought they were trying to put ass in there.
2: Oh, uh, maybe. Daria is finally writing. Hey, that worked da- out.
4: Good job, Daria. Dalling Frost!
2: Das is lost.
4: Death Worm Jim quit the 9 to 5 to become a dog walker because depression. Yeah.
2: I mean, on the plus side, dogs.
4: Yeah, the dog part sounds nice.
2: Decibel.
4: The Clan Sands.
2: Dennis Pancake Detlefson.
4: Dice fuck dungeons and dildos spinoffs for dogs? No. <laughs>
2: That is my fault. That's on me because last uh, last month I said dogs can have little adolfo as a treat. So
4: oh, you did. What's wrong with you?
2: A lot dice fuck. There's two dice fucks. <laughs> the real play fatal podcast. Fatal. That's F.A.T.A.L. dot a dot, T dot a dot l dot is a tabletop RPG famous for very weird sexual stuff like rolling for the size of your genitals.
4: DM Tao. Now I have to deal with player shenanigans. Why are you putting your face in my knee? (laughs) (laughs) You didn't have any face in my knee elbow. What's that called? Your
2: knee elbow.
4: The bendy part.
2: It's just called the back of your knee.
4: Yeah. That's where she's putting her face.
2: You didn't have any thoughts about fatal a thing. I just introduced you to. I thought you'd have a fun reaction to that.
4: Uh, I'm ignoring it because she's not to acknowledge its, its existence.
2: Okay. Don Johnston. Is that where we are?
4: Yeah, it's, you can't make people roll for genitals. That's, that's very rude.
2: It's Dorian, Conduit of Devotion. Doro! Dr. Izix.
4: Dragon Nexus.
2: Dylan and Rylan, the dog. We're behind and need to catch up.
4: Ah, uh, that's because they've been doing all the dishes for everybody.
2: <laughs> and dogs love to run. I was going on a walk their day, and it started raining, and there was someone walking their dog, and then they started running, and the dog seemed so fucking thrilled. It was like, we run <laughs> they now? They love it. They love it.
4: Dylan, conduit of making you two laugh, also hashtag da horn, hashtag him's
2: penis. (laughs) I don't want to do this anymore, it's not fun.
4: Eating your your ass like an oyster the way you came like a tsunami.
2: I hope that's a lyric or something and not just someone doing freestyle jazz about my pussy.
4: E-brand, Lloyd is my friend, I love her. (laughs) brent
2: <laughs> okay you get the nice ones how come they're all like oh we love you lauren we support you austin bend over please
4: <laughs> <laughs> because you're always saying you're not horny and so they're like uh-huh we'll find out whereas i'm like yeah sometimes i fuck so
2: hey A- J. rj
4: do you ever fuck austin
2: i've never fucked <laughs>
4: See now they're gonna get <laughs> they're gonna harder for your bussy.
2: I've never been horny. I've never done drugs. I've never said a swear word.
4: Oh my god, Eoalta, Eoalta, Ecorn, Ecorn, Elder Dog,
2: Elderly Goose, Condo of using the same spell over and over until it works. Yes, locate creature, locate creature, locate creature.
4: Let's find some more about your bussy. Hold on.
2: No, Eleanor Donate sees Pyroton, Horned Vampire Lady with Depression. Lean, <coughs> nonstop singing sk- Skimbleshanks. Skimble the Rail Whale cat, cat. The Cat um also i listen we're having a lot of fun here on the internet with skimbleshanks how have we not acknowledged that bustifer jones is the best named cat's <laughs> cat
4: i forgot about Buster for jones
2: that i mean i don't give a shit about it, him or his songs or anything i'm just saying just on purely name basis bustifer jones is the best
4: elizabeth jackalope elusive lily emma y'all math tiger called it
2: Moose is a human. I'm almost 100% sure we said Moose is a human and we were ignored.
4: We were. and LaVandane, maybe.
2: Erwin Leilagadec.
4: Evie, Conduit of Trying Out, New Name in the Credits.
2: Fair Majesty, Empress Quintilian Galaxion.
4: Filmquisition.
2: Florian H.
4: Follow Slad Bible on Facebook.
2: Francois Arsenal.
4: Frank Sands.
2: Freshly squeezed orange criterion.
4: Ooh, I love orange stuff. Gage, conduit of loneliness.
2: Gary Bussy. God damn it! <laughs> I'm
4: so excited. <sighs> Gideon, a living or extinct creature, myth, or ancient sieve every month.
2: Ginger beers.
4: You sound so tired. I'm dying. Grapefruit juice.
2: Graffiti, rhetorical conduit of rhetorical conduits.
4: GSV underscore Elastic Damage. you Harley the Floral Learcat.
2: Harrison and Andrew.
4: Harry. Dad King getting high ratings from the Scalies.
2: He, everyone loves King except for Chris.
4: <laughs> hey guys, it's Ashley.
2: Hello. He's a good Brent, dogs.
4: I <laughs> think he's a good Austin, dogs. So all the dogs will come see you.
2: I wish they would.
4: His succulents, Archibald, Roman numerals. Ah! <laughs> I just spoke. <laughs> ah!
3: <laughs> Hort furry with a lightsaber.
4: Oh, can you tell me what those Roman numerals are? Because I'm really bad at Roman numerals.
2: I promise it doesn't matter, dog.
4: <laughs> okay, well, how do I make friend? Regards, kind of social faux pas.
2: I dread stairs. <laughs> That's Same. good information to have.
4: And Gamar Grimon.
2: It's pyropsychotic. Don't yuck my um.
4: <laughs> I will not. evolution Jaden. James Neely.
2: janiac Conduit of Fuck off. Conduit of getting fingered against the bins behind a Wendy's. Why Wendy's? Can't it at least be a five guys.
4: I feel like that's something you would have done though.
2: Finger bang someone behind a Wendy's? Yes. I'm pretty sure it was an Arby's.
4: <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> jdf bullies austin while i watch i
2: hate everything that's been said today Jasswell, aka cat necromancer meows feratu hold on
4: we're back in
2: that's cute
4: jay logan conduit of queerness mage of life
2: jealous goddess cosplay jen jenny colby
4: just veggie conduit of veggies see
2: joanna the wrench witch
4: john Carey, not that one
2: john potts
4: John, conduit of subpar joke names.
2: Josie, conduit of buffalo chicken pizza. Try a slice.
4: That's like one of Austin's favorite pizzas.
2: That's usually what I get, yeah. I fuck around. I cut out the part of the last episode where you, I called you a pizza pervert, by the way. <laughs>
4: and I I not leave this in the credits, so they'll all be very confused.
2: It seemed very confrontational, and then Chris called you a sauce whore or something. It just got, like, really <laughs> confrontational. <laughs>
4: i've been called a whore enough already this week
2: Uh, well yeah so i i i I cut it
4: (laughs) do we say john jew man hacking up my fucking lungs (laughs) and help
2: julian phillips conduit of kaizen
4: just a jester
2: juzzy conduit of being Polly to get a heist team of cuties
4: solid plan you're indie monster and windweck forward conduit or symbols I can't read and lactose intolerance.
2: <laughs> That's one way of dealing with that. Katana, Katana's for kids. No,
4: don't give them to kids. Are those A's with tilde? Those are A's with tilde.
2: Well, no. Okay. So for the audience, uh, when I download the list name for Patreon, it comes in, in an Excel spreadsheet. But for some reason, Lauren's computer can't read it, so I had to I have to convert it into a PDF, which crushes all of the formatting, which I have to fix. So whatever this was, was not read by Excel correctly, and so it got messed up. This is boring. No one gives a shit.
5: Now you're
4: A's with till days, dot, 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 and lactose intolerance.
2: Kate, conduit of fading regret.
4: Keep her low.
2: K- Kelladry wants to know how much magic lore Austin knows. If you are a Patreon subscriber of Weekly Monga Recap, Chris and I did like an hour and a half on magic lore for his bonus pod. Uh, the answer is all of it.
4: <laughs> oh, that's really cute of you guys.
2: Big nerds.
4: Kellar Automat!
2: Ken, conduit of finally writing this goddamn PhD dissertation.
4: Ken Toroi.
2: Kidney! A beholder in a snazzy hat.
4: That's a great name for a beholder.
2: I think they're t- trying to be best friends with McNuggets. This is an attempt to get their o- their OC on- onto the show.
4: I respect that.
2: Killer Cotton Shiz, though.
4: Kiniku Fan.
2: Kitty foe. Warm Snoring Burrito, Eight Year Valentine Candy.
4: Christina, Conduit of Shipping Nifix and Sharon itself. Kyle Badswick. Kyle, Connor, Drop Goodwood, and King Badass Slash fit.
2: Lady Misfit. Dino Fact. Synapsids are defined by having one temporal fenestra.
4: You know we don't know what those words mean.
2: That's just stunting. That's like when the show where I'll be like, mm, did you know <laughs> that yep. mm, something, something Egypt? And you'll be like, yeah, cool. Dumbass. We hate you.
4: <laughs> Larry Yelling Enby. Who is also on a little podcast called Humans Hollering at News, which I am now a host of.
2: Fenestra, a small natural hole or opening, especially in a bone.
4: Bone. Bone. Lars owner.
2: Lauren's mom's duck, conduit of the untitled duck game.
4: He doesn't sleep in the house anymore, but he comes home for snacks.
2: (laughs) Ducks are good.
4: (laughs) I forgot where we were. Oh, Loopy Elephant would like Austin to talk about Mostella Day more.
2: They're good. They're like cats, but what if they got stretched and they love to steal?
4: I literally have to record another podcast in 15 minutes and they're somewhere only in the else.
2: Lauren Cates calling new to February 29th, kids. Break from no birthday for you jokes. Yeah, I mean, I'm in the birthday right before Christmas camp, so I feel the the birthday weirdness.
4: Love you all, especially Chris. Come on. <laughs> conduit of favoritism why does everybody love chris the most
2: he refuses to love himself so somebody has to damn ludovico limited
4: luke powers
2: luther the conduit of finding a secret baby finch <gasps> i
4: want i want it
2: you already have so many animals
4: i want it
2: manticore death lord
4: the cult of gorfinax
2: master Zemnohort. pass he can't pass that's nothing
4: you do it
2: i mateo zanek
4: Mass tiger says 50.69 percent chance that king's conduit is changing
2: matt collier
4: i can't believe that worked what just passing (laughs) and you did it (laughs) maybe
2: if we didn't take us 45 minutes to get to the m's Ms. i'd fight you more
4: (laughs) Uh... matt collier Matt Collier. Matt Lackett's conduit of in nocte et mar igni.
2: I like giving you the foreign language ones because you don't care if you're wrong.
4: Yeah, I, I know I'm wrong, and it's fine.
2: <laughs> Matt S. Heigmer.
4: Matthew, listen to Dicewink and New Year's Gum Shells.
2: Maximum side boob celebrating one full year of tasteful nudity.
4: Imagine conduit of three D printing dicosaurus for everyone I know.
2: Melbent.
4: Melissa the Dice Goblin celebrates four years of marriage. Oh my gosh, congratulations.
2: So many. Myrrh of Stone. Oh, <laughs> Myrrh of Stone, Conqueror of Mountains, Harbinger of Glory, for- a-
4: Michael Hall.
2: Midlife Stasis, Conduit of Inevitability.
4: Miles, Conduit of Strong Biolith Opinions. Bushy though.
2: She is. Modified Matthew.
4: Mr. Willie Phoenix, Steven, Lesbian Seagull, Pooh Bear Shaker.
2: Namita Neskin's Conduit of Error.
4: Nathaniel Holman.
2: Nicholas Dominick. <laughs> I put a little extra stank on that one for you. Like that,
4: Nicholas McDonald.
2: <laughs> Nick,
4: <laughs> Nick Thetford. I forgive you for bringing up face sitting. Hold on, face sitting is like the least gross thing.
2: Nonfinite.
4: Only respect for my McQuare. Hashtag Zoe Fan Club.
2: Paie Robzhurg.
4: Pangolin.
2: Patrick Bob. Patrick Babcock Conduit of This Is Fine Itself
4: Hi Patrick Patrick Williams
2: Please check my webcomic RuinousFortune.com
4: Do it Pocket Sundial Do it Do it Do it Do it
2: Do it. 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 Preston Bowers
4: Pruitt Holcomb
2: Puck Boy
4: Razumi Yuzura
2: Remsiv
4: Robert Chisholm Conduit of Gigantamax Cornelia Wrecking Shit
2: Rule thirty four, Bob I Chiacolone. I know who that is,
4: but we don't need them.
2: Chiacolone.
4: Chiacolone.
2: It's big Vento Oreo energy.
4: S. Candy loose in the big city.
2: Salad child.
4: Scarlet eyes, Yuri.
2: Sean LB finally playing near, thanks to Dice Funk background music. Near rocks.
4: I know a lot of people cosplay the lady.
2: Yeah, that's near Automata. That's the one that has got popular, but uh, I'm an original near-apologist. Thank you very much.
4: Okay. <laughs> Sevens, conduit of hardest, Slotty. Just
2: so fucking done. Sergeant Rattlebone's 31st Bussy Protection Brigade.
4: You need someone's got to protect your bussy? Yeah. Shane Sedgwick.
2: Shane Ware, conduit of hedonistic pansexual polyam- polyamorous switches.
4: Simon Lee, conduit of Chungus, bear of Dinkus, minion of John Con.
2: Sin Milk Tom.
4: Sir Octopus, conduit of chivalrous cephalopods.
2: S- slime King Mike, purple, seeking revenge for not choosing the Slime River.
4: Slime King Mike sure loves some slime, huh? Uh, that's,
2: what, that's what we call characterization, Lauren.
4: Slime is good. <laughs>
2: Spaghetto, Captain of the Austin Authorized Bussy Blasted Brigade.
4: Sporeman Zero. Ah! (laughs) Starlight Glimmer did nothing wrong.
2: No. Read it.
4: Read it.
2: No. Read it. You read it.
4: Steven, the edgy one from Austin's Bussy Boys.
2: Sweet dreams are made of these. Who am
4: I to disagree?
2: Cyretha packs south, soaking in that sun.
4: Tabitha Spokes.
2: Tales of Inquiry.
4: Terraflops.
2: Teresi Pyrope. What's <laughs> wrong with you? Therese Pyrope, transing June Egbert. I, I'm literally coming apart at the seams. And you said, Austin, that's not the way you use liber- literally. Oh boy. Watch me. <laughs>
4: The murderous mongoose who is secretly standing directly behind you.
2: The precursor.
4: Titus.
2: Toby Stack.
4: Tom Bowers.
2: Trees, they are us.
4: Is it trees, thesaurus, or trees, they
2: are us. Trevor S., the goblin teacher.
4: Shane S
2: Universal, Toby.
4: Verb your adjective, noun one, into my noun two.
2: Victoria Melito, conduit of quietness.
4: Will John Vinky?
2: Zephycerus.
4: Your boy Sean. Yam. Yeah, um. Zoltar, the Viking death metal caterpillar conduit of retribution.
2: Let the rain fall down. I'm coming clean, Zookas. There's a lot of quotation marks in there, and it f- it really hecked up the formatting. But I did it. I read it. You did. Oh boy. Let me tell you. I am sore.
4: <laughs> Why Is this because they've been fucking up your bussy.
2: Sure is, buddy. <laughs> Patreon.com slash Austin Yorsky. That's me. Patreon.com slash Weekly Monger Recap. That's Chris. Patreon.com slash Of Horse. That's Conrad. Patreon.com slash Laura K. Buzz. That's Laura. Lauren, where can we find you?
4: I'm on a fun podcast called Humans Hollering at News, which I think is patreon.com slash humans hollering at news. I should check that. Uh, and also, if you would like to pay for some of my premium titty pics and make people mad because they're mad that you're buying my premium titty pics, uh, R-A-W-R-G-L-I-C-I-O-U-S. delicious Austin put it in
2: the comments because I'm bad. Can we, can we get a sign off from the cat?